So, some of us are drunk, like fall down drunk, and some of us are bitter that we aren't there yet. Let's talk about what put us into this state. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about Cincinnati Beer Fest today. So come in and have a drink. Welcome to Have a Drink, the show where you learn along with us about the glorious drink called beer. I'm Brittany Lee Walker. I'm Justin Fraser. <laughs> I'm Christopher Walker, and we have a guest tonight. Yeah, I'm Casey Price. Is that really a guest at this point? <laughs> he's Periodic he's, special guest host. He's really the fourth host. Yeah, I'll be sleeping here tonight, so <laughs> I think I'm a guest, right? His bed is up behind him, Murphy bed style, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm recording from the comfort of my own home as usual. Yes, we actually have Casey Price in studio tonight, right? Because there is a special super, event that I'm has brought jelly. us all together. Well, I'm super jelly, by the way, guys. So you should be. <laughs> no, we're really right. sorry. the The original plan was to have Justin here with us as well, but things just didn't really work out that way. It's it's fine. It's fine. No, it's totally fine. It's fine. <laughs> He's the one to keep us on track tonight. Yeah. Oh, God, it's why. It's your not show like, tonight. Not like this. <laughs> Those of uh, you following on Untapped and Twitter may have noticed that three of us were at the Cincinnati Winter Beer Festival tonight, and that'll be our main topic of discussion for the evening. Some of us are trying to cram a whole beer fest worth of drinking into 30 minutes. Which is encouraged, strongly. It's, it's possible. I got the heart of the tiger. Uh, <laughs> sure, why not? Whatever. But no, before we actually get into the uh, meat and potatoes of tonight, we actually have a few news stories that were selected to cover. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, let's let's pop on into the news and see what we got to talk about. <laughs> All right, let's start news off tonight. We've with... got a story about. Uh, Public, about a public beer fountain, don't we? Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to say this. Zalek, a small yeah, sure. town in central Slovenia. The only reason I have to visit Slovenia. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's there's other majestic things they have, like sheep. I don't know. I don't know what they have. I know nothing about Slovenia. Sheep it just makes majestic. me think of uh, Perfect Strangers where Bar- or Balky Bartaka Moose was from. <laughs> But it's a town in central Slovenia that's famed for uh, local hop farms surrounded in what is known as the Valley of Green Gold. However, it will soon uh, be housed to a public beer fountain. 
So, I mean, are we talking just about, like, just some nice fountain that has, like, some beer stands next to it? Or are we talking, like, like beer comes from the fountain? No, this is going to be beer bubbling from the fountain. Uh, the article from time.com is saying the project, which proponents say will create Europe's first public beer fountain, will gently gurgling local beers rather than water... Has no completion date, which is kind of sad. But once completed, visitors will pay around six seventy-five U.S. for ten point five fluid ounces served in a commemorative mug. I mean, I, I'm picturing like a big open public fountain uh, to where you're like, like I'm just thinking, could you just take your mug over there and just dip it on in? And oh, then again. Birds might be pooping, so maybe I don't want... I mean, whatever. If it's a fountain full of beer, you would expect to be able to just come up and fill as you wished. I mean, wouldn't you? I mean, for for that price? Well, maybe, That's the way it should be. Maybe, this, maybe the 650s for the commemorative mug, and then they give you free refills. It doesn't really say, but, I mean, for that... For that amount of money, you would expect to be able to just come in, fill up, and fill your tankard as much as you want. You're just paying for the tankard... And for the ability to just go and fill it up with this fountain. Yeah, just like a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say it's a cheaper cost than I thought it was going to be looking at the article. It says uh, the cost of the fountain is projected to be about $400,000. Well, that's like more than I have. Uh, it doesn't seem like that pricey of a thing. Like, we, let's put one in everywhere. Every city has a beer fountain. I mean, half a mil in Times Square, that's nothing, right? Then again, they worked really hard to clean out all the hobos in Times Square. Can you, <laughs> what happens? Can you imagine what happens then? Yeah, the article's saying that uh, some grumbling townsfolk are uh, kind of bitter about the town's money being spent towards this, but the mayor is saying it's going to draw money-spending visitors. And I've got to say that that's true. If I found I mean, myself I... like on a study abroad trip or something somewhere near this place... I would make time to just go see this out of just the sheer fact that, like, oh, it's a beer fountain. It is the Slovenia, beer fountain. Slovenia wasn't even, like, in my radar of things I wanted to go check out in Europe now. Once this thing is done, first stop. Yeah, like, before, it's like, no, this is, like, a pit stain on the, oh, this is what caused Iron Man to be tour. <laughs> And instead, you can you can drink like comic book Iron Man. <laughs> just don't wear a helmet while you're flying. Ah <laughs> oh, man, I just I so wish they had done an Iron Man movie at dealing with his alcoholism, where he threw up in the helmet. <laughs> and Jarvis has to fly him home. <laughs> I mean, how bad is your drunk driving when you're when you're in a a a, a Weaponized vehicle suit. <laughs> okay, side tangent. This kind of relates. Have you been able to see Deadpool yet? No, no. I, I will not get to this entire weekend, and I swear, the f- this for me, I'm going to murder. We will not... This is not a, th- this is not a threat. This is a promise. <laughs> okay, we drop it there. Yeah, I, I still haven't seen Star Wars either, and, you know... Heretic! Geez. I don't know. <laughs> Right? So. 
We'll I drop that you. discussion where it stands. Uh, the cost of the fountain is projected to be about four hundred grand, where we had initially right. stated. And yeah, the mayor keeps saying he's pumped about it. The townsfolk, not so much. It kind of seems to be <gasps> not, standard. Not a direct, not a direct quote, but God, I wish it was. Founder, <laughs> pumped about it. I like the pumped about it. Yeah, mayor, he's pumped. <laughs> it's like that kid in college that we knew, Bob. Oh, he God. was pumped about that's, it all the time. Yeah, that's. That's where the phrase rings a bell. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're going to move on to news stories real quick. We're just going to kind of try and flip through these real fast. Our next one we'll is about Untapped. Fast. They've had a massive update, at least to iOS users. Those of us on Android are still waiting for the rest of the update. Uh, a show of hands. Who's on, uh, who's on iOS? My hands raised. One out of four. Yeah. Casey, Casey's the only one. The rest of us are waiting for this stuff. Um, Untapped has recently recently had a merger or a buyout. I don't know what to call it. I think it was, I think it was stated as sort of a merger, like two equal sized uh, net whatever drinking related applications. Yeah, but Voltron Voltron together. <laughs> yeah, on the head. Untapped will stay Untapped. They are not going to change their like their name is staying the same. They're not changing in their name. So if you have the Untapped app, it's just going to see updates. But they're going to be some name to change. Yeah, they're going to be some massive updates. Uh, they're going to add groups. You're going to be able to add your friends to different groups, which is going to be great for us. Those of you who follow us on Untapped, we can put you all in a group separate from our friends and family, so we can in pay fairness, you special attention. My, my entire my entire list is basically just going to be have a drink people so it's just gonna say untapped groups all it's fine no bob i, I would really like to see your family as a group oh on god that. yeah no my my very sober non-drinking vaguely <laughs> in denial about the fact that i drink family uh the ones who yeah, don't know yeah. you have a podcast about <laughs> hey, drinking. i came out yeah, i came out not... of the podcast closet to my father <laughs> oh really let's not talk about that i really want to it. It was just like it's not it's not showed worthy. <laughs> He's right. fine with it. He actually went. Oh, no, sounds cool. All right, uh, they're also going to be adding friend tagging into check-ins, which will be cool. So we don't have to keep toasting everybody and every check-in. Cheers. No, no, I'm still going to do it. I love doing that. It, <laughs> yeah, it, you get it, a badge it, for toasting so many times too. So. Yeah. Also, also adding uh, search via UPC scanning, and that makes me really excited yeah yes that is great because there are a lot of local beers that are there are issues that there aren't in the system yet because the brewer hasn't taken the time because they have so many beers and it's some kind of weird like very specific local beer and I, like we experienced tonight checking in it's not really always on there i want to say there's been at least one or two times i've had to try and make a, a untapped thing like, I had to try to create one. Like, look, this doesn't exist. This is a thing I found. Yeah. Like, especially a, check in. a specific year of a beer or if you've got a beer that right, like, has been barrel-aged like, with, with vanilla or coffee or something like uh, that. That was the big problem with stuff. tonight. We could find the beers that we were drinking, but a lot, of the, a lot of them, for early, like, we paid for uh, early entry, and most of that was sadly for barrel-aged Russian Imperial Stouts aged with something else, of which a lot of these brewers didn't have the very specific 
things that they were aged with on there. <laughs> you say sadly, but we got like eight ounce pours of Ooh. multiple ten to twelve percent alcohol beers in that first hour. I'm not saying I can see a giant bar full of eight ounce glasses in the other room. That's but a separate thing. On our way out thing. to get the Uber, there was just. Eight ounce glasses left everywhere. We're like, we do a lot of tastings. We'll just take these and just hey, grabbing armfuls. As long as you got a sanitizing solution to like get rid of the hepatitis that's like lingering on those, you're good. Well, hold, okay. So speaking of Ubers, that you guys had to get get one to get back safely. Kudos on on getting it back responsibly. That's right. Yes, we were responsible. Uh, took a ride. You can you can use Untapped to get a ride with Uber. In the yeah. Name. Now, awesomely enough, the same app you will have open checking into all your beers, you can use it to get a ride home, which is oh, awesome man. and responsible of everyone to use. And I might add, we are not getting any kind of advertising dollars for promoting this. But yes, that is what we did tonight. But like, how is this the first time this has come around? Like that partnership well, seems. Was, there was the, the 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 drunk app we covered. Um, yeah, drunk mode. Few episodes. Drunk mode, right? And that that let you like, you could check and eventually get get an Uber or some sort of some sort of cab to you. Uh, but this being inside Untapped, the thing we all use and we all have a certain sort of fondness for, mm. that's that's just makes it one less step I have to take. Um, yeah, it is kind of surprising it hasn't been involved until now, I guess. Uh, yeah, no. Odd. We've got a couple other other neat things in there, like the enhanced notification views. Yeah, uh, which, okay. 3D Touch for iPhone success. Uh, They've really added a lot of stuff there, which is already live, which we were able to figure out. Uh, 6S users already have all this available to them, but us Android users are still waiting. Don't worry. It'll be it'll be much better when we finally get it. <laughs> well, Untap's been pretty good about their development because they were also one of the only apps on Windows Phone that were already yeah. cross-platform. Yeah. Um, because they're actually... Uh, they know of and talk back and forth with um, one of the hosts of Windows, the we- Windows Weekly podcast on Twit. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, um, they had geared a lot of their, their stuff toward that, and then also, of course, developing for an- iOS and Android. They didn't yeah. give a date for the Android release of these updates, but um, they just said soon. I imagine, since the iOS one's already out, it'll probably be within the next month. Months, two months, yeah. you know, sometime, sometime relatively soon. We, yeah, not not too soon. far off. Yeah, uh, they're they're usually not too bad about updating Android pretty quickly after. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Obviously, everyone does the iPhone first, but that's a that's a tech. Well, it depends. It actually goes back and forth. Um, recently, Instagram did the the being able to do two accounts on the on the app, which we've oh. taken advantage of since we got we have a we now have an Instagram account, guys. Um, Yay, that's yeah. another thing. Okay. And they, they actually started yeah, that on uh, Android before they moved it over to iOS. They only just recently did it on iOS. So, oh. it's odd. Like, you sent me the message. It's like, hey, we have an Instagram app, uh, an Instagram account now for the show. And I was like, oh, I don't even use Instagram. I don't. <laughs> but kudos. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I find Instagram uh, uh, refreshing because it's just pictures. There's no, <laughs> uh, there's no extra garbage entailed. It's just pictures. I don't. I don't take pictures ever. Right, right. I don't want people to see my hideous, misshapen form. Uh, 
So, anyway, uh, I think that covers all of the stuff for Untapped. We have uh, we have another news story, the last one. This one's actually a little bit less fluff, more more meat and potatoes. Yeah. So, um, according to Southern Tier Brewing Company out of uh, Lakewood, New York, um, they begin to update their three highest rating rating beers: the Two X IPA, the Unearthly Imperial IPA, and uh, the Gemini Super Hopped Ale. So they're fixing what ain't broken. Um. Well. The funny thing is, <laughs> I've never, I've never more felt like I needed like a, a pickup truck on cinder blocks than when I said, "Fix what ain't broken." <laughs> well, you know, from what we had tonight, Southern Tier had a representation at the beer fest, and thanks to Casey, we actually like he got up there and was able to social engineer his way into the back of the truck, and they had some unearthed. <laughs> That is not. It was not on tap. He only had it in bottles. Yeah, this wasn't on the list, and uh, so I was able to talk to the. He he's not a brewer, but he's one of the the sales reps for the area, and we were able to talk to each other. I don't know. We may put the the audio at the end of the episode, but we were able to talk and uh, and discuss sort of some of these recipes that they were they were getting ready to change. And what they're they're focusing on is some Citra and some Simcoe character in each of these uh, recipes. So, so we're getting so we're getting eleven new herbs and spices. <laughs> in, to, in yeah, it, it's kind of like that, you know. It's kind of funny you mention it like that. Um, the Gemini is getting uh, some big additions of the Citra and Simcoe hop, which are, you know. Simcoe can have a tendency to run toward like cat pee flavor, <laughs> which How is boring. which is not. Amazing, but you know it depends oh, on how they selected their hops. It tastes like cat pee. Yeah, but but it's got that the citrus. I, I love citra first off, but um, yeah. oh yeah, that's that's been a big draw for us recently, especially with the trend in IPAs and the citrus hops. Yeah, flowing I, I, in. I took a. T- I took a toe in the IPA water this week. This week and got some 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 mentions about it uh, on Untapped. Just about me me trying some of the like the new Belgian citrus. Oh, yeah. I, oh, that was actually pretty good. Like I, I'm not I gonna lie. I, it, I was like, oh, maybe this is gonna be too hoppy. Just right. There's one of us that's been crushing on it. In the last episode, had a few things to say about it. I blamed Brittany in my at least in the comment after my post because I I may have been drinking enough that I forgot to to put it in the actual post. But no, I blamed Brittany for it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. No, it, <laughs> I have a problem. It was good. I've got to say, so far very tasty. In the citrus fruit comparisons, I've got to say that the new Belgium tangerine tangerine was my yeah. favorite of them. The Sam Two Adams days. was coming in at a far second, but. After discovering the new ballast has their ballast great, point, the ballast point has their uh, tangerine. Is it tangerine? No, uh, grapefruit and gra- pineapple. It was the, it was the, the grapefruit um, sculpin. sculpin. Yeah. yeah, the sculpin. Yeah, we've got to get the pineapple. They've got it at oh, our yeah. local local Ooh, liquor store, and we definitely have to get some tomorrow. Yeah, yeah I'm excited crazy. about that. Yeah. So, two days after I tried the new Belgian IPA. Uh, I'm playing, um, it's not D&D, but 
it, it was a tabletop RPG that me and my friends were playing, and my and it's like, hey, I just got this new IPA. Anyone want to try it? And I'm like, no, I've already had it. Let everyone else try a share. It's delicious. I just don't want to take from them. <laughs> Have at it, guys. And everyone's like, this is really good. And it's like, yeah, no, it's the new craze right now. Is the the sort of like fruity, citrusy IPAs. It's it works. And like even they looked at me and went like, wait, you had an IPA, <laughs> Mr. Dragon's Milk. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can. And I, like, no, I can be diverse. <laughs> Whatever. Which I've got to say, New Holland had the representation there yeah. tonight, but we oh. did not happen by their booth. Yeah, so we got the early cowards. admission tickets. You cowards. <laughs> the oh, early God. admission oh, tickets we're, we're, only got us, like... They got the, us an hour of limited, like, very limited tap beers. Like, they had small kegs well, of certain beers that were only meant to last for, like, an hour. Yeah, like six barrels, five-gallon kegs. That sounds great, but let's let's save that for when we're we're out of the news we, section. We know we're, we're make sure we, we let's make sure we, we mention a little bit more about this about some of these these recipe changes for. Yeah, well, I think uh, we're pretty much heading up the end of this. Uh, but is, is there anything else we have to say about it? Is yeah, but basically, sure Southern Tier is is changing up their hop format. Southern Tier is a big brewery um, on the East Coast, as far as that goes. Um, they're they're pushing a little bit toward the West Coast, but they're they're really pushing toward that. Um, that heavy sea hop, American hop uh, flavor. Um, they're doing some big additions in their two X IPA, including a uh, yeah. They've they've got the the kind of the rundown of the the essentially the the basics of what their biggest changes are going to be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, they're, they're actually increasing their Simcoe dry hop by 150. percent It's kind uh, of a big yeah. increase. So, like I said, the Simcoe could could lead. They doubled it and then went no, not enough more hop. <laughs> uh, it, it could go toward that cat pee flavor, but that was really like 2013, 2012. That that Simcoe hop year had those flavors, but um, but now you're getting toward that American pine plus citrus mm. plus uh, you know classic. Tropical flavors. So they're really adapting to what the market's doing right now. Yeah. And they're going to transition their three most popular IPAs into that market. So the the brewery representative that we talked to while we were there, he didn't want to come out and say it, but I feel like the whole reason that the brewery has went this direction is because those hops have become much more easy to get. And a whole lot cheaper on the market to get. Um, they're good. The, job, I mean, the, the hops that they're using now, or the hops like are they? they they're just going for the, the 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 cheaper, easier to get version now. Like Citra used to be almost impossible to get for some you know small, medium sized breweries. It was a, a hop that was um, super super citrus and and great American flavors, but um, it was just very hard to get for a medium to small size brewery. So I feel like Southern Tier has finally been able to jump into that market and, and been able to pick up some of those hops now that they've they've uh, come on the market in larger quantities and been able to pick those up to, to be able to distribute nationally with that sort of flavor. So uh, I will say they mentioned um, the, the when you're looking for, for the new changeover they they mentioned that the bottle and casks marked with the date of bottling or date of birth, uh, 
It's going to be after 115-2016. So, uh, I'm trying to think how... We shouldn't see them on the shelves yet. But actually, you might, might, you might actually see them on the shelves. Because whenever it comes to uh, an IP or something like that, it doesn't take too long to get it down through the pipeline. Right. So it, it, it may be it may be out just starting now. Or yeah. Or we're, we're looking at, like, in the next the next month or so, you'll start, like, at the end of the month, you'll start seeing a lot more of these roll out with the new the new flavoring for them. Yeah. Take a look on your... Uh, your best buy dates or your um, brewed on dates. Yeah, um, and we're. Uh, I think it'd be it'd be neat to try them out. I I don't know if I've had any Southern Tier, but I mean, probably not the two X IPA, but maybe I'll, I'll I'll go try to see if I can find the Gemini or the Unearthly. Now they had uh, some two X IPA there tonight, and that's what we were getting ready to dig into. Oh well, well let's. Uh, <clears throat> Let's go ahead. We could end the news segment because there's not. I think we're we're pretty much done here. Yeah, right? we we've tapped that one out. Let's go ahead and start into some some of the uh, actual content for tonight. Pun intended or unintended? Unintended. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm drunk. You're drunk. Everybody's drunk. <laughs> we felt like we had to change it up because we really are that drunk. Uh, I don't know I'm, if it's obvious. I, I'm, I'm, no. I'm, I'm not that drunk. I, I, I could pass. I could pass a field sobriety test right now. But someone's been at work for twelve hours. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying uh, some of us are a little maybe beyond saving, but uh, yeah. Looking for a little slap and pickle. I'm gonna be looking for a little slap and pickle. Maybe we are. Who knows? That was literally our last hour. (laughs) Like, that was just... You be the judge. Seriously, we're, like, laying against the wall, back behind everything, just like... I mean, those of us that are friends on the uh, Instagram and Twitter, you know, you saw the pictures. It's bad. I've been getting some some weird weird texts with some videos (laughs) in two parts because they didn't realize how long they had... (laughs) Hey, hey, the, you say they like you don't mean to talk about us. Uh, I, hey, I'm saying they because I don't want to name names about who knows <laughs> who knows what a man, what man is H-O-T. What a man, what a man, what a man. What a Maybe man, my car man. is parked in the front yard. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I'm sorry. The, be- the best part about that cover band is when they played Backstreet's Back. Oh, All God. Right. I, there's part of me, there's that, there's that, like, 14-year-old, like, burgeoning punk rock kid that just goes, screw you. I don't want to hear anything about Backstreet's Back. And then there's the part of me that just really appreciates a good pop hook, and it's like, no, never mind, I'm sorry. Or somebody who watched This Is The End and loved it. Or This Is The End, where you all know that Heaven is a Backstreet Boys concert. It Um, is, and I was just screaming it in Britney's face, and she's just like, no, you're drunk, stop. Please stop doing anything. Um, this is this is the episode where we discovered about domestics. Um, um, so because I don't know how much longer I have right now, <laughs> I'll start. Oh, Brittany, you got the eye of the tiger. Focus. Yeah, we were at the Cincinnati Winter Beer I'm Fest so for tired. those uninitiated. Um, Justin was not able to make it. We really wished he could, but for unforeseen circumstances, he wasn't able to make it. 
unforeseen being I didn't know what weekend this fell on. And once I saw, I went, oh, Cursed everything in the heavens. Um, yeah, so this was at the Duke Energy Convention Center in downtown Cincinnati, Ohio. And there were hundreds, possibly thousands of people there. I'm not 100% sure what the fire code Tonight is. Tonight was sold out. I, I know that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there were thousands there. Uh, we're... Okay, all I'm saying is we're getting tickets to the Lexington Food and Beer Convention next time. Mm-hmm. Like, we're... We all cool with that? <laughs> yeah, coming up in, like, June, July, May, somewhere around there. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe we'll find Del Coco. Put on by all, yeah. all Tech, yes. By uh, a collaboration by Cigar City. Which is interesting, because All Tech was actually there tonight, too. It was. I mean, I, I swear, almost every brewery you could think of that might have been there was probably there. Like, regionally... Even oh, some of the bigger say, ones. Like, regionally. Um, oh, never mind. I won't, I won't start like start trying to find something obscure. I'm going to go to Untap right now. No, there were a lot, of, a lot oh. of really obscure things. Yeah. Like, we had early entry, and they had a lot of beers that were only available to early entry participants. Those uh, did not last very long because the connoisseur people were already there first. We didn't make it around before they were all unavailable. Yeah. Like, no. We had decided, There's like, no, no first hour is power hour. We slam in as many as we can. This was not a good decision. But, uh, it considering was decision. it's a winter beer fest, and most of the early beers were all like Russian Imperials. It was all winter warmers, yeah. yeah they were trying the... to slam winter warmers and Russian Imperials standing in line <laughs> real fast. You're like, oh god, this is a bad idea. So here we were at like Bitches Brew from Dogfish Head, slamming that Imperial Stout down. Well, we were also waiting in line for the next beer to come around. And so here we were like 15 minutes or less between <laughs> each Imperial Stout 8-ounce pour. You know, when you go into a a bar, technically uh, an Imperial Stout is supposed to be like a 6 or 8-ounce pour anyways. So I, these were all full I'm pours. Is I wouldn't serve you, and not because of your politics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what we did, um, so the first place we went... And I, I got a picture of the line, and I, I, if I haven't already tweeted it or Instagrammed it, I will for the, from the account. But um, the line was the longest line we saw yet, and it was the first place yeah. that we saw. And it was for Listerman um, Brewing, which kind of started the big craft beer um, deal in Cincinnati. Yeah, and, Listerman okay. slash uh, Triple Digit were the, the kind of brewery that we went to first. Yeah, they're the ones who started craft around Cincinnati. Everyone around here, all the big brewers, minus Ryan Geist, who came from the West Coast, but (laughs) everyone else around here, 50 West, Mad Tree, Braxton, they all learned and got all their first equipment from Listerman. They started craft beer in Cincinnati. And so the first... Quick, quick, quick side. Quick a little aside here when I heard Ryan Geist. I recently just found a beer that Casey had left in my glove compartment. Like... (laughs) Three months ago, was four it months dad? ago. Huh? Was it dad? It was dad. Yeah. <laughs> We've been talking about this for a while. Dad's pretty bad. <laughs> and I, I tried, I was like, even if it was in a can, I'm like, I feel I feel like this was not meant to be aged. <laughs> <laughs> aged in a glove compartment. <laughs> Sloshed around daily. Yeah. It's also the fact of the temperature fluctuation in Kentucky because yeah. Kentucky. 
so, especially over the past month, it's gone from like seventy to, to ten, negative we don't, ten. In we don't want to get too far into weather conditions about Kentucky because that's not what the show's about. But <laughs> let's just keep in mind there's a mountain range just west, of, just uh, east range. of us. So like we get coast streams down, and it's it, shit gets weird. And Dad's one of those like winter style spiced beers. So it, that really I was it their actually, winter warmer this year. It actually yeah. gone bad. But I got through about half of it, and I was like, "This is nope." Yeah, I don't, I don't quite know what they're going for. I like some Rheingeist, but this was not one that I was like, "Yeah, I don't know if I'm quite down with." Aged in a glove compartment, guys. That's not a cellaring <laughs> method. <laughs> but the uh, the first beer we had from Listerman slash Triple Digit was the uh, Cranium. Which was a barrel aged coffee vanilla imperial stout coming in at about eleven and a half percent alcohol, as you can hear in the slur in my voice right now. If that tells you how our night went. That uh, was how we, that was our first one. That was how we started the night and there was a line. There the, was quite a line. Okay. And the next four beers that we had we're all just we're all, following in that exact same I think we line. may have had one that wasn't an Imperial Stout. It seemed like everything was Imperial I'm, Stout. I'm trying real hard right now, guys, not to get super salty about about how, yeah, right how much I that. wish I was there. But like you describe this thing to me, and I'm just like, oh my god, I wish I was right there. Right after that, I we wish. got in line. We went over to Jackie O's and got in mm. line for the Vanilla and Coffee Bean Dark Apparition. Which was a Russian imperial. That was all you guys, though, because I couldn't chug the coffee stout from before. That the eleven and a half percent thick ass coffee stout. Oh, so good! I still had okay. So you have to remember, and again, I'll post a picture of this if we haven't already. But we got the the tickets that we paid for for early admission got us eight twenty five tickets for eight ounce pours. They and, never took uh, the tickets. Just a heads up. Yeah, okay, we were yeah. just walking because it's. Could you drink twenty five beers in four? One, hours? no. I'm not saying like there were so many breweries that did not take the tickets, but there were only one. There, there was only one brewery that did take the tickets. I was forcing so, the tickets on most of those people. Like, so you here's were really one of my one of my inter- friends in a similar situation. One of my coworkers and friends. Uh, where I work, he 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 got. Uh, he was at the Lexington Beer and Food Festival, and people just kept giving him tickets to go try beer because they were tapped out. And someone that day got riggedy wrecked. He went, <laughs> I think, the day we didn't go, Casey. But yeah, oh man, like he was telling me about it. And I was just like, I wish I was that lucky. That's the key. Um, like, how do you drink twelve? 16 ounce pours of Russian Imperial Stout. Like, you just can't do like it. A, this like was, a champion. That's how. <laughs> you had the option here because no one, we were forcing these tickets upon people. No one was for asking for the most for them. part, yeah. You're just like, they had piles of tickets in front of them. They weren't keeping track of it. Dogfish Head was the only brewery that they're, we saw. They're there. like, ticket please. And I started yeah. talking to the guy at Dogfish Head. And he didn't even bother to ask me. I was just like, oh, is this actually only available? Because what was it? That for Bitches Dog- Brew? Bitches Brew, yeah. yeah. And I started talking. I was like, is this really only available for the first hour? Because that's what they've advertised. And he was like, well, we have a limited supply. We don't know if we're going to be able to get another keg in of it. He was like, but it's just here until it's gone. Basically, for the first hour, they did like a five-gallon keg and eight-ounce pours. So it's going to last a while as long as there's not a ton of... of- 
you know, drinkers of that beer. But there were lines. A lot. Listerman had a massive line. Listerman did. Of local drinkers. Jackie O's had a massive line of not just I, local drinkers, but drinkers that had traveled quite a distance. Yeah. I, I gotta say, I, I love the name Jackie O's. Yeah. Jackie O's they, has they have great good art. stuff. And their, uh, their specialty beer was a barrel-aged coffee vanilla dark apparition, and it was delicious. Uh, oh, it was like a, an American double, and it was it was delicious. Now, the you one... See, you keep saying words that I want to have, and I only solace is the beer I'm drinking right now that's keeping me from just, like, getting in the car, driving up there, and punching you <laughs> for just... Enjoying things I couldn't have. I mean, I would take a punch to the stomach if you would come up here right now. Just saying. <laughs> now, we did get to... We're, we're in the middle of recording. That's not good radio. <laughs> yeah, this is true. It's not good radio to listen to you drive for about an hour. We'd be, we'd be just Although I could switch over to my phone. Data be data be damned. Just, no, no, yeah. No, it sounds legit, guys. <laughs> I'm going to kill him. I'm going to punch him right in his... <laughs> Aorta, right there. We, uh, right in we, the karate, not in the karate artery, Casey. We <laughs> didn't discover a brewery like none of us had ever heard of, first of all, was um, Urban Artifact. Yeah. Um, urban what? Urban, urban Artifact. Artifact. It's, it's based oh. in Cincinnati. Um, there, I, yeah, this is the first time I'd ever heard of any of it, and we tried um, an American wild ale that was an amber style, and it's 5.3%. Uh, it was one of the first beers we checked into. They were they had, we were stationed right next to Dogfish Head. They were almost hidden there um, yeah. between everything, and we'd never <laughs> heard of it Nar- before. Welcome to Narnia, kids. Mister Tumnus is pouring you a draft. Basically, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> kind of how it went. And I, I'm not usually a fan of sours, and I, I guess a wild ale really isn't technically sour. Eh, it's it's a, a wild ale is basically mm-hmm. and. A beer that's been left out to ferment with the local, the local yeasts, yeasts that's in the air, you mm. know. Okay, but yeah, it, it wasn't, it wasn't tart, kind of kick you in the face sour like some sours tend to be. This was just a, like a nice aroma, and it was a, a little sweet, kind of slightly tart aftertaste yeah but that, it was really really good yeah that was the uh maze the m-a-i-z-e from urban artifact uh which is technically an uh, an american wild according to the site but on their their little sheet that was in front of the yeah, tap it, handle it, it said an amber, an amber yeah. which was interesting well when you say maze as coming from my background in archaeology you definitely know maize as being the American old corn old type. Corn. Yeah, yeah. You okay. are very familiar this with maize. I, I want to put out a little tangent here because this has always been something that's that's confused me. Was there corn bef- in Europe before maize? Uh, no. Okay, I didn't think so. Like they they eventually like got yeah. Oh, that was loud. <laughs> Because I was holding it right up to the phone. Um, Sorry about that. That They had a couple other beers out there. One that was really talked about during the uh, brewing competition was the Finn, which is a Berliner Weiss that was um, about 5.5% alcohol. It was delicious. That's what I had from them. It was was really good. Yeah, so they were kind of a nice surprise, honestly, because we, I mean, most of the 
I would I would say the bulk of the breweries there, we're like, oh, okay, well, that we know of them anyway. What 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 different do they have? They're yeah. sandwiched right. right between like Dogfish Head and Heavy Seas. Yeah, they were a uh, brewery that was kind of hidden away, and, but I feel like they had some of the the best good finds of the night. Number one, um, the Abacus or the Abacus was a chocolate um, raspberry gosa. I mean, oh. I didn't get to try that, but I really wanted to. That sounds um, amazing. Yeah. Their Berliner Weiss was, was great. Um, I got to taste Brittany's um, American Wild Amber Ale. It was really good. Like, they just had some really good stuff, and it's all based out of Cincinnati. It was just a complete surprise. We weren't looking for them, and they just happened to be there. We're kind of between tastes, and we're like, you know, we kind of need a palate cleanser because we've had a lot of... Russian Imperial Stouts, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> and we needed something to cleanse it out in between, and that was really good. Like, we all ended up having a little bit of Britney's. <laughs> but that was... Uh, Urban Artifact turned out to be, like, the the, the find of the night. Um, we didn't really have a whole lot from Upland. Um, yeah, and, and Uinta was there. We never got anything from theirs either. Yeah. Uh, there was there was so much there. Like, they were, I mean, as they were, you know, kind of selling it, it was 400 or 350 um, different beers available. So, I mean, there's no way anybody, I mean, if, if you were to get one of each of everything, I mean, you would have just been dead by hour two, really. Yeah. <laughs> Calling back to that uh, news story that we talked about earlier, the Southern Tier story. Um, we did get to talk to one of the reps from Southern Tier, the rep that, that deals with Ohio and uh, Kentucky. And he, he was talking a little bit about um, how the brewery had um, changed over their hop profile, how, how they were, were growing. And, and, you know, everybody has a little spin to put on everything. But um, he yeah, seemed really positive about the new, new uh, hops that they were using in their beer. And he actually made the, uh, I don't know if we'll put this at the end of the episode or not, but he actually made the comment that, you know, Southern Tier doesn't feel like they're the end-all of be-all or be-all of end-all of uh, hoppy beers. And so if they find something that they could change and and, and do something different with, they're willing to change that. Yeah. Um, Was there any other kind of like standout beers you found or kind of like... There were tons. I've got to say, okay, I'll lead into this one. Looking around, my standout beer of the night had to have come from Sam Adams because I'm not a big sour guy. But looking mm-hmm. around there, thanks to Casey's suggestion, we're like, oh, what all's available to people who pay for the early check-in or for the early tickets? Because there were a bunch of beers that were only available. They said were only available for that first hour, and. We went up to the Sam Adams booth, thanks to Casey, looking for the Cosmic Mother Funk Grand Crew 2015. And those of you following us on Untapped saw me and Casey check into this. I'm not a fan of sours, but we went well, up. Well, it's and because checked. you don't have taste. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> because Clearly. I've not had a lot of sours. Casey's introduced me to the only sours I've ever had. And we went to this. This is a very limited release in bottles. You can hardly ever... I've never seen it before. I've never even heard of it before. But they had it available to early entry people at the Cincinnati Winter Beer Fest. The Cosmic Motherfunk Grand Crew 2015. And it was the best <laughs> sour I've ever had. 
It was amazing, God. and it blew me off my feet. It was by far the thing that blew me out of the water tonight. It was okay, the best so, thing I had. Okay, so so since I love the names of beers, make sure I heard this right. The Cosmic Mother Funk Grand Crew well, 2015. Grand Crew. Uh, cosmic with a K too. Not yes. even just cosmic. Uh, okay, with a C. the K part kind of kind of turns me off, but everything else about that name makes me makes me love it. Yeah, the the tap handle just had KMF. Like yes, it was, you, you just had to know. As you went up, uh, I was following Casey's lead. I went up and I was like, "Oh, what am I ordering again?" He goes, "You want the Cosmic Mother Funk?" And I went up there and they had a tap handle that was just KMF. We got the funk. <laughs> and I, I looked at the guy and I said, "I'll take a Cosmic Mother Funk." And he goes, for people who know it by name, you get a full pour. Yeah, because oh, the... Everyone yeah. else was just getting, like, not even a quarter pour. Yeah, about They're, a quarter pour for... Uh, if, if you just went up and say, oh, I want the KMF or whatever, um, it was, you got a quarter pour. But if you knew Cosmic Mother Funk, yeah. He was just like, no, I mean, you get a full pour. And he poured me the full eight ounces, like, almost flowing over the top. He's like... You get the big boy. You yep. got a tall boy. If, I was happy that I didn't I, get the full boy. Yeah, Brittany was yeah. not as uh, I'm not a fan. pleased with the, the she sour. She was not appreciative of the sour. What was that? We, we've we had another sour that me and you, Casey, liked that the that the other two didn't. Wasn't it the... <laughs> that the, New like, Holland. Yeah. Was it? Was it a New Holland? Was It was It was the barrel... It was, it was the that barrel age from the tasting episode. Oh, was no, that a sour, though? Okay, that really yeah, that was a sour. sour but... I was thinking about the one that was the. That I think it was a sour. They they aged it in wine barrels. It was at the. Uh, oh the, yeah, the La Folie mm, from New Belgium. Yeah, I I actually really dug that. That so, was like, delicious. I I'm I'm getting more into like the sour category, although I'm I'm branching out into other areas as uh, some of our some of our listeners and my untapped followers have noticed. So clearly uh, the they, world is ending. Like we're just like you guys are all like. Hey, sours are good, and I'm like, hmm, where's more IPAs? Yeah, everything we, <laughs> we spoke out against in the first few episodes, we're all like, oh, yeah, we're getting into these now. Let's let's wait until the end of the episode when we get to what we're drinking. I'm going to blow <laughs> your freaking minds. Um, so let me take a, a little trip away from what we've been drinking so far to let me... Because today it's been... a word been... picture, Casey. Yeah. Let's let Casey talk about... Okay. Casey wasn't just there to drink, just for... He was there to schmooze. For pure enjoyment today. Casey Casey was there with a purpose this morning. Yeah, starting at... Like, I left the... uh, I left your house tonight, Bob, in order to um, go and drive all the way to Cincinnati, make sure I made it here. For the record, never saw him once that night. (laughs) So you came in, I was asleep on the couch. I came in, he was asleep on my couch, and I went straight to bed. (laughs) <laughs> Never saw this man. He woke, he left, and I could hear him moving as I left this morning, and that was it. Yeah, locked the door behind me, and I was done. Um, so we we did a beer competition this morning for homebrewers, and uh, did homebrewed beer. And my first first flight this morning in the a.m., I was tasting. I, at first, I thought I was going to be doing big, big beers, but uh, we ended up doing, like, European bitter beers, like, uh, I don't know, European style um i don't know pilsners and like german pilsner and that sort of thing um this morning which wasn't as bad but when we got into the afternoon session I mean, that it seems up, like a nice early way to start your day and you finish off heavy yeah at 8 a.m in the you know 
eight eight in the morning doing doing pilsners is, is a little bit. Um, hey, that's that's like breakfast beer to me. That seems like <laughs> a thing I'd pour over my Wheaties. No. A little much, uh, Chris. Okay. Just now, in fairness, I've considered that some mornings. <laughs> Chris, just now, by the way, if you're um, not not the what we're drinking right now, because I figure by the end of this episode we'll be on to something different. But Chris just poured me a uh, rogue double chocolate stout, big red bottle, mm. twenty two ounce bomber. It's good stuff. I've got some. I'm going to work through some rogue stuff <laughs> this week. I think. There's a badge to get if you check into three of their stouts. The porter is included on that. That that may be the reason that I'm going to be experimenting. <laughs> As we well, all break into NPR talk, come on in. Let's see what we have to say. Sorry to interject, Casey. Go ahead. Oh, you're good. Um, so one of the the best beers that I got for the entire weekend was um, an Imperial Stout. Again, like that that tends to be what the weekend was, but with Guajillo uh, and cayenne chilies. And that Ooh. beer was oh my goodness! How did the chilies really go with that? I've I've seen okay. Rogue had they've had a stout. I've seen had, they've had a sriracha one and some of these other like spicy looking ones. But I've, have you had like pepper beers before? Like the uh, Founders, I think it does has a has a like a jalapeno. Um, is it a pale ale? Hmm. Uh, I don't. I don't know. It, it was something me and Casey had a couple of years ago, so my memory's fuzzy, but. <laughs> um, there's a lot of like small breweries that do do pepper beers, but the key to this beer, and it was a homebrew beer, so you know, take it for what it is. But it, this was probably one of the beers that I would have paid good money for if it was a uh, commercial beer beer out there. Um, but the, Did the other judges share your sentiment. <laughs> yeah, a couple others shared the same thing. It made it to the. Uh, the mini best of show, and um, oh, you know, okay. it, although it didn't win the category, it was still uh, a very good beer. But your best of show when talking about beer, and I'm just picturing someone trying to like check the testicles of the beer, and, like, <laughs> look at its teeth. Beer judging is so close. Checking to, like, the haunches of the beer. Dog judging. <laughs> it's not even funny. Like a brewer walking by with his, like trying to like take his beer to the obstacle course. Like, okay, no, no. Okay, here's a treat. <laughs> so uh, this beer, like an Imperial Stout, has a certain amount of flavor. Think about the, the best Imperial certain Stout. Gotcha. What's that? Amount of dirt? No, no, I know. No, it was it was like a uh, you know you've got that light chocolatey alcoholic type flavor that you get with an imperial stout. Yeah, I know. Um, I just I, it's my running gag now on the show. Now is that imperial dirt. stout? It's our dirt. Um, do you know the the hop flavor that actually gives a huge amount of dirt? Uh, no, I don't know any of the words for hop flavors. I think I know Citra. <laughs> citra, we know that one. So Citra is a is a hop flavor, but you you definitely would like Fuggles. Fuggles, Fuggles, <laughs> F-U-G-G-L-E-S. That's one we've recently run into. Yep, it is a uh, If hop. I give a gift to you, giving's what you got to when you pass, pass it on. on. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> Fuggles, not Fraggles. Uh, yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Um, but that hop actually has a huge amount of a dirt flavor to it, and, and it's just really, I mean, dirty. That's all you can give to it. Um, but it's a, a classic uh, European, um, German-style hop. I've, I've got to cut in and say that has to be what's in Victory's Storm King. 
Because you take a big swig of that, and it is really like swishing dirt around in your mouth. I know it is, it is in the Dirt Wolf, which I think is by... <laughs> well, one would hope if yeah. it's a Dirt Wolf. You say Dirt Wolf, and it's like, no, that's... <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, somebody did a an Imperial Stout that had these chilies in it. And, and chilies have a certain, like, I don't know, it just rounded out the entire nose of this entire beer. Um, You had like a a certain amount of flavor that was, or a certain amount of aroma from the the beer to start off with. And then once you put these chilies in, it had some fruitiness at the very end. Oh, it was delicious. Um, It was one of my, it it was the highest rated beer of the day, but unfortunately it didn't make it all the way to first place in the category. It's a shame that, uh, that we can't try that since it's a homebrew beer. Yeah. And it's only that guy and his friends and the judges get to try yeah. it. Yeah. They were the only ones who got to try it. The rest of us just got to hear about it secondhand. I actually told the... Much, uh, like, how, much like how everyone has to hear about me and Casey talk about El Coco and then look... Oh. Yeah, even though Casey distance. brought us a bunch of Cigar City beers. Yeah, I brought six different Cigar oh. City beers up tonight. None of them being El Coco. No, could not find because El Coco. Because you can't find it because it's too good for the sinful earth. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I did I did put down on the score sheet, because our email addresses are always on the score sheets for a beer judging <laughs> competition. I said, can you please Sinful email me this recipe? <laughs> Because I really wanted to know what this recipe was. It was delicious. I mean, I, if, if I were... I got to judge in the AM session with a guy who... Um, first name Rob out of Indianapolis, I believe. And he is a... You, got, uh, you almost got mugged in Indianapolis, if I recall. What's that? You almost got mugged in Indianapolis, as I Oh, recall. yeah. That was when... It was really strange, because the... Different, different story. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. That was that was when the uh, the steam was raising up from the the gutters and the, the vents. Yeah. Yeah, it was really weird. It was like a, you a bad on the best movie. side of that town. I don't think. But anyways, the uh, the guy that I judged with he uh, com. His name's Rob. Um, he's a master uh, master judge in the uh BJCP program and he's a certified cicerone in that program so he's got a lot of um lot of judging experience behind him but um yeah it was a lot of fun to judge with him and um and I you know can't say too many nice things about him cool um any other impressions from the from the the, the beer fest anything else like kind of like just strike you in the face and say talk about me yeah there were i mean there were a couple where the mad tree had that peach beer the peach lacto beer that we didn't get to see um get didn't get to try there um they also had a um i i'm a huge fan of mad tree actually uh they had the it's called proper session ale the which is a uh, PSA is the acronym that they've yeah. been putting on everything. You could properly session that beer. You could it was sit very down good. and take a bunch of it at one sitting. It was very good. It wasn't too heavy on the palate. You could slam a lot of those back. We got a few stickers from that. We, I, I got a picture. Um, I don't know what happened. Like, <laughs> Swag-wise, she ended up with a I lot of, of coasters. That- 
suddenly this stuff is like all in my purse. But <laughs> are you are you just making it rain coasters up there? Just just coasters and I mean I can't express to you how many Southern Tier stickers we have either. Yeah, like, that that rep was was really good. He just us. came by and he's like, I'm gonna make it rain on you guys. A few of those are headed your way. <laughs> he was Bob. a good guy. Like he invited us to the back of the truck so we could get some <laughs> some beer that actually wasn't technically <laughs> offered. You, and, see, you say that, and what it sounds like is he's trying to roofie you. <laughs> he, I mean, it, it was, was all inside the building, so it doesn't. It, he it got us happen. some unearthly pours before they're changing the recipe. Yeah, and that's until you said pours and then changing the recipe. I was like, still sounding like roofies. <laughs> so, still sounds like something something fishy happened. He did have to pull to it out about. of bottles. Like this was something yeah. that was not intended to be available. Not even kegs. He had like a case of bottles in the back of the car. And I feel like we, Chris and I, were the only men that were invited in the back. Of yeah, that. there were a bunch of like sorostitutes. They were like, "Oh yeah, you can have some." And then <laughs> we were like laying in the floor behind their van, like technically kind of outside. This of was the at realm. this was after our interview with them, though. So yeah, after Sorry, Casey managed like, to get an interview, which hopefully we'll van. get some audio from. I'm just thinking about being in a van down <laughs> by the river. <laughs> and to clarify, so these vans and trucks, I mean, it's kind of this, essentially like any other traveling, like a brew bus or anything else. It's the it's the vans and trucks and stuff that have like the taps built into like the side of them and everything else. So that's what most taps, of these were. I want a commercial like bus that takes you from A to B, you know, or whatever. You know, like you, you, you charter out this party bus and you have taps inside the, the frickin' bus. Yeah, we're just like yeah. Let's let's go let's turn this town up correctly. Give so it time. The beer that that Brittany was talking about, that Mad Tree PSA or Proper Session L, it's like a four and a half percent pale L. Oh my goodness, though, it had such a huge hop aroma. That citrusy American hop aroma, maybe some Cascade in there. Oh, but it wasn't like a bitter no uh, IPA kind of you know deal at the end. It was just. It, it was it was exactly what it, it was saying it was. It was a very, session beer. Very dry at the end, but um, yeah, it was it was delicious. It was something you could sit down if you were if you were doing math homework, you could drink a few of these and <laughs> and still be good at the end of it. You, you can know? get a six pack of that, and you can really that, you can put it away and still be all right by the end. That just like, depends on the kind of math homework you're doing. <laughs> and you try maybe to... you're doing simple arithmetic. <laughs> I'll get it. I'll get as hammered as I want to be. If you're doing, you know, stuff in base 47, then no. No, this no, is not, not so much. That's some difficult stuff. Um, another one we've stumbled upon was Heavy Seas. Oh, yeah, Heavy Seas. I haven't had a lot of their stuff, but by Casey's urging and looking through the list of seeing what kind of rare things that were going to be available in that first hour, I know I tried some of the 20-year storm, and I got a major noseful by accident because while I was getting the aroma in, someone jostled my arm, and I ended up inhaling a large chunk of my 20-year storm, which I do not recommend, but it was a very good beer. If you lick your mustache right now, can you still taste it? I can still smell it without licking anything. (laughs) Yeah, girl. I can drink my Rogue double chocolate stout, and I still smell the 20-year storm. I'm still just about to start talking about stuff about what I'm drinking, and I'm like, no, no. No, you keep your mouth shut. Well, Um, I'm going to say, 
after you guys talk about that, uh, another Mad Tree one was that you tried the the cocoa, the or cocoa or cacao. I think it was cocoa, wasn't it? Yeah, the 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 rubus cacao. Oh my goodness! Oh, like it was it was it a rubeus and and cocoa? Yeah, like, it, wait, it was what kind of cocoa? a like um, chocolate cocoa or coconut cocoa, raspberry cocoa yeah. combination from Mad Tree again. Delicious. Again. Again, chocolate or coconut? Uh, chocolate. chocolate, yeah. Okay. Um, cacao, I guess. I, not I, cocoa, but I'm, cacao. I'm, I'm slightly less excited now. Not much. <laughs> it's not El Coco, like, Bob. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. That was also really good. But there's a good uh, <laughs> coconut porter from someone I've had before. And oh, I, okay. off the top of my head, I can't remember what it is. But So like, I'm just like, I mean, you put it in the right mix, coconut can be really good in beer. Oh, I'm oh, sure. Delicious. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, from from the place in Florida that my grandparents go to. I mean, we've it's got thirty it. minutes away from everything, guys. Just just in case you didn't know, thirty minutes from everything, everything, including, including in stuff the world next door. It takes thirty minutes to walk <laughs> next door. We've got some coconuts that I'm going to have to find a vice grip or or something to get them into so I can peel them open. But my next uh, really beer that I'm going to brew is now just install a vice grip. Um. <laughs> It's going to be like an imperial stout with coconut, vanilla, coffee. Oh, I can't wait. No, I'm still in my mindset of like, what do I need to get Casey tool-wise so that his garage can be a proper garage? A vice. A vice. Like, vice. like a bench A vice. So, like maybe some – like a, 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 a wall where I can hang up like random tools, saws, wrenches. That was like – uh, I, I traded my, my grandparents a uh, a dryer this past year for, for a – like tools, right? Uh, no, for the like re, the pegboard with – Oh, also acceptable. Yep. Okay. So that will be fun this, this year coming. Oh, man. I really wish I had – I'm like in my apartment, going. I wish I had a garage so I could hang stuff. <laughs> uh, um, New Holland was there wood, as well. Do some woodworking. Ah, yes. Oh, uh, what did what did what did New Holland have? So they had their Mad Hatter IPA, uh, which we didn't get to, and they also had their Dragon's Milk Imperial Stout. Oh, big oh, old eleven percent, nice creamy. There aren't an, there aren't enough good words to say about Dragon's Milk. <laughs> Especially now, I really want to try. They're offering a year-round barrel-aged version that they are promising will be available year-round, as compared to a lot of other brewers who their barrel-aged is only available for a select number of weeks. There is, there is, okay. There are several rules to this podcast, more or less. But the major one is: if it's barrel-aged, you put it in my hand, I'll drink it. (laughs) We'll all take a barrel-aged. Yeah, you give it to us, we'll drink it. But that was uh, we didn't get to make it over there. But I know that was that was definitely a delicious beer that we sh- we should have gotten to. One thing we did get to though was from uh, Dogfish Head, their Bitches Brew, their Mild Davis Bitches Brew, twenty fifteen. Mm. <laughs> I feel like the number of times we've we've said Bitches Brew in this episode has exceeded the the total to to not be explicit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but if you could put it on a shelf we as a brewery, we wouldn't be PG thirteen. Is what I'm afraid of, <laughs> like in a in a movie. <laughs> I think we're still safe, but okay. But um, if you follow my check in, I had to say Cocoa Puffs because it yeah. really did when it hits oh, yeah. the tongue. It tastes like you're eating a spoonful of cocoa puffs. That's what I put on, on my check-in too. And I, I, when on the first smell, 
That's what you're like. It smells, smells like and puffs. tastes put, like cocoa puffs. In skim milk. You put, just saying. You put the you put the wrong thing in your chicken, Brittany. What you should have put was, "I'm cuckoo for these cocoa puffs." <laughs> cuckoo for this bitch's brew. Um, this bitch's brew. The first beer that we had for the evening was from Twenty uh, First Amendment. So we were looking at the El Sully. Um, also a good name. Sorry, <laughs> I feel like I have to admit when it's like. 21st Amendment, good name. Oh, yeah. Sean O'Sullivan from 21st Amendment, uh, 263 2nd Street, I think is the address of the brewery. Um, we were waiting for them to cut the rope to let us out. We could see the 21st Amendment booth, and that was just beelined right yeah. there. The American, uh, El Soli's an American Pell logger named after uh, Sean O'Sullivan, the, the, the co-founder of uh, 21st Amendment. But it was it was a delicious. Let me rephrase that. That it was a very good example of an American pale lager. Yeah, okay, that's fun. Yeah, it sounds like it's pretty good. I I want to have some. Yeah, that was if if y'all were to want to sit back and and drink a few few beers. You know, speaking of the the Super Bowl in the past week. You know, it's a four point eight percent alcohol beer. It's perfect to sit back and and watch sports with. It, it's just I a thought really the good perfect beer perfect beer for for after you win a Super Bowl is to drink a whole lot of Budweiser and a, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, my instead God. of going doing five interviews and going, I'm gonna go drink a whole bunch of Budweiser. Uh, we're gonna drink a whole bunch of Budweiser. I don't know how you much money did. Okay, sorry. He made a stupid amount of money by doing all those interviews. Going, I'm gonna go home with my family and drink a Budweiser. And uh, yeah. Meanwhile, but, meanwhile, Eli realized he's no longer the favorite. That's what that look. That's what, what that a face. look was about. He was sitting there going, he Bye. just made like nine million dollars, saying, "I'm gonna go drink a Budweiser." My Poor favorite Eli. part of the entire Super Bowl is watching Eli Manning's face. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Enough of that. Enough of that. <laughs> we ain't a we're sports never... show. Uh, we're not, but you know, they drink a whole lot of Budweiser. Um, <laughs> um, all right. So, what else did I miss from this 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 beer fest? What what other salt can you rub into this open wound? I, I tell you what, Bob. Let's talk about some of the stuff that not only you missed, but the stuff that we missed because we didn't get to make it to it. Um, right, so the, we can all equally be upset. Absolutely. Yes, we can equally be salty about some of these. <laughs> One of the things that we, we missed was the Ballast Point Barmy, um, a fruit slash vegetable beer, 12% it was, alcohol. It was gone by the time we made it to the Ballast yeah. Point booth. <laughs> it was fruit slash, fruit slash vegetable beer, so the V8 of beer. <laughs> Which was one of the beer styles that I judged this morning, but uh, we didn't get a you know we didn't get to judge this. But it was a beer that had like honey malt slash honey in it, um, which I wouldn't call either one of those a fruit contribution no, or a vegetable contribution. It's but neither uh, fruit nor vegetable. That's what comes out of a bee, right? <laughs> but twelve uh, percent. It was almost like a mead combination with a beer. Um, really wish we could have made it to that one. We tried, but by the time we got, it was gone. Yeah. Like, we got over within the first hour, and it was gone. Ballast Point had three beers there, and by the time we got there, Barmy was completely gone. Um, did anybody else get their, uh, the Sculpin or the Grunion? I got the, I got the great, yeah, the Sculpin. They had, so that right now, Ballast Point has two of the Sculpin varieties out, and uh, we have Grapefruit and Pineapple, which we I think we talked about earlier. 
because we're going to try to look for that pineapple. Um, but, I can tell you they have it in cans and bottles at the party source where we're going tomorrow. Yeah, um, but at the beer fest they had the grapefruit sculpin, and uh, I can tell you it was fantastic. Um, it's a little different than the Sam Adams grapefruit IPA because it's still it's still a grapefruit IPA, but I would actually it, the Sam Adams one is a little fruitier. Um, I think I may almost prefer the the sculpin. It was actually more subtle. And there were other flavors involved. I do have to say, I did notice, okay, if you go to the shelves, you are going to notice these citrus citrus fruit IPAs are massive right now. Yeah. But they're, at the beer they're, fest... They're huge this year. At the beer fest, I really only noticed Ballast Point and Sam Adams really doing any kind of showing with them. Uh, well, Sam Adams was also showing their nitro... Uh, white ale. Oh. Yeah, was that, that was okay. the only nitro they were showing, but they did have it on tap because that is a brand new one. We didn't get some of the other booths, so I don't. I'm not a hundred percent. We made it around. We got to see a lot of that. We didn't get to try everything because in four hours, it's just not plausible. Yeah. We, because, we talked. We talked recently about the the Sam Adams nitro. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm. I'm a fan. If you've been seeing me on Untapped, I am a. fan. Man. <laughs> we haven't got to try it yet. We know you got the white ale. We've got all the... I found was the white ale. I see it in the I see it in our liquor barn, and I take a picture and send it to you guys. Going well, looky what I found. <laughs> and see, it's great. You got the you got the white ale. We've got the IPA and the stout in the I fridge. We've not gotten to open them yet. We're going to force some down Casey's throat after this. After yeah, girl. Through some more of the rogue. But we've still got to get into that. But we did see from Tyler's check-in, he did have some harsh words about the stout, saying it was oh. rather bland. Really? I, I haven't tried it yet. So I'd say I'm, we haven't tried it I'm, yet either, but I can actually see that being a thing when I get into it. Because, I mean, you're looking at nitro that really smooths the beer out. It's going to take a yeah. lot of the edge off of the flavor. I'm kind of weary that that might be the case, but I'm going to try and stay open to it. Uh, okay, I I'm gonna reserve mentions about the 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 white ale until later. <laughs> uh, but I I have is that what spoiler you're drinking? Alert, spoiler alert, guys, for the episode. I've got two different beers that I'm gonna talk about when I'm drinking. We've so. been through three different beers. I don't know. I mean, it could go anywhere. You guys, yeah, you can you can do you can follow your heart. I've got a couple that I want to talk about tonight. Tonight though. Is there anything else about the beer fest? Uh, again, I'm not there, so I don't know what's oh. what. Like you know, pressed onto your soul that said this. I mean, this we could talk favorite. about food at the beer fest as well. Uh, we didn't get the brats we wanted, but we did mm, get tri-tip brats. sandwiches from Taft's Ale House. Oh my goodness, that we, was amazing! Okay. Which is now, a local okay. institution before in Cincinnati. Con- before you continue, anything else out here? Were empanadas a key? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. They they were. Cuban Pete was there. Cuban no, no, Pete no, was there. No, 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 no. no. Oh, Cuban Pete was there, but empanadas a key is a different. Thing. Oh, that's right. They replaced that was the other... Cuban Pete's was there. We did not go to the go up to the truck. I'm sure there were I empanadas, spent, but they I've... were not a key. They were talking, empanadas talking. were there. They were not a key. I don't know the Spanish uh, word for there rather than here. I, but. I, I will randomly send texts to our friend Ian that just says like, man, I wish there were some empanadas aqui. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, man, I wish there were some empanadas aqui right effing ahora. <laughs> so we, we're saying effing so we keep the explicit label off. Yeah, so for those 
unaware, at the Braxton event, there were uh, three food trucks. This was, God, I don't even remember, like a few uh, months Cuban ago. Cuban Pete was there, and they are delicious. Cuban, yeah, Cuban also, Pete was there. But then, um, empanadas aquí. Empanadas aquí was the name of the one. And we're we're all like, isn't doesn't a key just mean here in Spanish? <laughs> it does. They it are. It is the best name. Yeah. So, um, but so yeah, they were not there. But Cuban Pete was there. Uh, Taps Ale House had their tri-tip, um, steak sandwiches, <sighs> which were amazing. Delicious. Oh, they were that sounds, good. That sounds amazing. Yeah, with uh, with horse. Well, you can get them with with or without horseradish. Um. Steak falling off of this sandwich. And that thing had like this rub on the outside of the meat. Like, it's a, it's, oh yeah. my goodness, it was like a salt. Uh, I don't know what how to. It describe was like a it. brine soak. Oh my really goodness, what was going on with it? Delicious. It really good. We've had it at the restaurant before, and it's it, it, they came in about half the size that they normally would for the beer fest. Not even half. They're like quarter size for like five dollars. It was still it was still quite a bit of it, it was the perfect food to start with too. Yeah, because we were starving by that point. <laughs> Definitely. Um, delicious you need though, something absolutely to soak up that delicious. Booze. Huh? I was just saying you need something to soak up that booze, and it did. Basically, yeah. it did well. It had that that saltiness with the uh, the the richness of the meat. Oh, it was delicious! I don't know how to ex- huh. express how good it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were All there right. wasn't a so ton of food options. I mean, obviously it's beer fest. It was mostly focused on beer. Um, they have yeah, but when you have beer, you need food because yeah. completely you do not you do not want to be like super drunk. And, and we had they're not they shouldn't be serving you when you're intoxicated. So you need something to kind of yeah. settle you down. We had some amazing pizza a couple times. I have what no was idea what uh, that place actually, was called. Actually, they were. I got a card. Okay, oh, <laughs> they were going to the bathroom, and oh, I saw some people. I'm saying there's a picture on Twitter if you go to look or Instagram. I don't know where of me holding everybody's glasses, and oh, yeah. while they were going to the bathroom, but some people walked by with pizza. I was like, "Oh my god, where did you get pizza?" And they're like, "Oh, right there. They're doing cash only, and it's just a big paper sign that just said like pizza cash only, and that was it." I was like, so, oh, I'm getting pizza, and I went up and got three slices, and it was amazing. It was so good. It's like thinking of, thinking of beer events, real quick, that have, uh, where people have gone to the bathroom. Casey, why is it a bad idea to leave your beer with me? Because you drink it all, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, there may have been some prodding on that point, but no, I'll do it. Um, <laughs> Completely. <laughs> No, you will. You will. Uh, yeah, Ros- Rosconi Pizza on West 6th Street, Street in, in Cincinnati. Yeah, West 6th in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. <laughs> on West 6th in Lexington, you'll find a brewery where <laughs> on certain days you can find kebabs. Who was, and that, that brewery also happened to be at Beer Fest. But yeah. did not get any of their uh, stuff, I, even I, though they had a rare beer there. You didn't get to try any of their stuff? No, not at all. I mean, West Six was there with a big I, sign I, that said "Rare Beer," and we just didn't get. I mean, there's too many rare I, beers to make it around to. They had the sign that said "Rare I, Beer," but like on the tap handle, it was an IPA, which is their standard fare. So their I don't know. Standard thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if 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 it had been me, just because they are within like what would you say, like five blocks of me? Yeah, uh, we could walk there easily. If 
if we weren't lazy pieces of crap, we could walk there. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's the thing. I mean, that's why we didn't get Braxton because I mean, everybody who listens to the show, I think, is aware that we're huge Uber fans of Braxton. We'll but... be there tomorrow, most likely. Yeah. Maybe. Casey Casey got a Braxton beer, and we and he talked very briefly with one of the brewers. But we, I mean, we me and Brittany kind of I mean, we didn't get one because it's less than two blocks away. We pretty much live there anyway. Like so. They didn't have anything special there for the event. It was just the they were standing doing, stuff. They were doing a big thing with Breakout, yeah. and they had a special a special Braxton Breakout where they had a recreation of the Braxton Garage, which is their tap room, that if the person who could break out with the best time of the weekend would win a Braxton-themed kegerator. So those of you that that don't know what the breakout is, I, I don't know what the actual website of breakout is, but breakout Lexington, breakout Louisville, breakout Cincinnati, Cincinnati yeah. all those are the same. It's a like a, a how would you it's describe a, imagine it? Imagine if you were it's a, it's a themed game. game. Yeah, it's different because they they each have like six different games. You can either be like a kidnap victim or all these I other have... different scenarios that are set up. And you have to solve this like real life puzzle before you can we, win. We you don't get anything for winning of, other than the self satisfaction of knowing that you're that smart. We did one for uh, Casey's bachelor party. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's it's a really fun thing if you have some sort of escape game kind of thing that you have because all of them are in essentially, essentially you're locked in a room. They may change the theme of it, but you're essentially locked in a room and you need to find the code to get out. So imagine like, like Saw. You have to find like 10 different puzzles. <laughs> yeah. The uh, one we did was very Saw-esque. Because yeah, yeah, the one we, we all got handcuffed. The one we did for Casey's Bachelor Party, we all got handcuffed to a gurney in the middle of the room and I've, had I've to like three solve our way out them. of this, and it was great. It was really uh, fun. We, yeah, no, we need to do more of these. Uh, I can't I can't go back to do the one I've done twice now because when I did it the second time, I clearly knew. I didn't know the Cheater. exact solutions to the puzzles, but I knew enough to get through it in, like, a record time. I think it's Eno- a... Enough that the guys who run the thing looked at me and went, man, you were on fire. <laughs> yeah. I think it's essentially our, not only our generations, but our kind of, nerd themed deal version of a murder mystery party yeah yeah it's kind of like that vibe like that's our thing instead you know for casey's bachelor party though aaron who was on the uh on the tasting episode he really just he blew while we're all like still fighting with like the first problem he solved the next three and then just kind of turned to us and was just like um yeah i've done this (laughs) yeah he already had like the answers to the next few problems it was cool. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's the cool thing you could do about them, though, is you can kind of solve them semi-non-linearly. As long as you can figure out the answers to a couple of them, you can break up into groups. Yeah. We're not, a, we're not a breakout podcast, but you should try them. If you can find some kind of escape-style live game in your area, find one. Yeah, it's very fun. To relate it back to the show, I mean, that so that's 
Braxton did that, and it did. You know, they had a, a beer-related prize, and it, it was just cool that that was involved. With we just that. knew there was no way. Yeah, at that point. we, we, we got were, over there. We were drunk. It was, by too it drunk out, off of Imperial Stouts to even think. No, about there's this. no way you're slamming Russian Imperial Stouts that that quick and that hard at the beginning of the night to be able to do anything. Maybe if truth. I maybe if I wasn't shoving cheddar biscuits down people's mouths, I could have. <laughs> you could have uh, been shoving cheddar biscuits in my mouth. It would have been fine. <laughs> Red Lobster should have had a booth. I'm just saying. Look, I didn't want to call out specific companies. I wanted it to be vague. <laughs> he so didn't say bay. He just said <laughs> cheddar biscuits. <laughs> Other companies may have them. But no, as the night was winding down, we did have a few things that I feel like I didn't really get the full flavor of because of the alcohol content that had been shoved down my throat beforehand. Um, Bell's Brewery's uh, 2016 Hop Slam. Ah, yeah. Was there. Casey did get to talk to him. I don't know if he got to record anything from their representative. I think their their sales rep and I, we just talked for a little while. Yeah. he was really defensive over the um, whole... So, those of you that don't know, Bells has had a legal issue with a, a small brewery, like a 500-barrel-a-year brewery called Innovation Brewing. I think that's their name, at least. Um, that's really small, though. That They yeah. are not pumping out a lot of anything no, to no, be worried no. about. Because if you think about a barrel, it's only 30 gallons of beer. That's, that's not it. even making a dent in a local market. No, not even close. Yeah. Um, and the, the, the sales rep had a spin on it that I had not heard before. So, you know, fair and balanced there. Um, <laughs> not that I'm like Fox News or anything. But, oh my goodness. Brittany. I'm peer pressuring, peer pressuring Brittany into trying the uh, double chocolate stout from Rogue. Which she Do just it, took. Do it. She just took, like, not even to a glass. Like, just straight She's up. She's like, no, I'm taking it out of the bottle. Straight out of the bottle. <laughs> um, but the uh, the rep, I want to say his name was, like, Ryan or Ron or something like that. But I may be wrong. Uh, I'm probably wrong, actually. Um, but he. Uh, Don't he, name him. You know, he's the rep for this area. They know either way, and he's he's we probably don't name spouting names, Casey. He's probably spouting whatever the company has has said. Either way, but um, you know, he he was saying we wanted to use the the name innovation, and this small brewery was using the name innovation for their brewery name. It's innovation brewing, and um, the, the 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 brewery. Bells has been using brewing innovation since 1985, I think is the name or the, the the slogan that they use. But basically, he was saying, you know, we just want that name to not be um, copywritten, and you know, we we want to be able to use the word innovation as well. So, but they've not cop- they've not got a copyright on that. That's yet. not a copywritten ad, and. Uh, you know they're fighting against basically the small brewery using the word innovation brewing. So, you know, I, I don't want to come on either side of this argument or whatever, but you know that's just the way it is. That's the way this Bell's Brewery has been saying that they want to be um, portrayed, and so that's just what they want to say they do. They do, and that's the way the world turns. <laughs> and that's the way the cookie crumbles. 
Uh, all right. Well, um, I think we did a pretty good job at least giving you the the idea of what these three liked from the uh, from the beer fest. Do we want to move on to what we're drinking? Well, before we jump into that, I, I do want to say yeah. there are okay. We had a few beers, but there is one in particular that I had that I do have to say I was not a fan of. <laughs> okay. Take a dump all over them. Let, let I'm us not going to take names. a dump. Like this, we've not mentioned everything, but I did have from Quaff Brothers. I don't think Casey was the biggest. I don't. Did you have the peppermint stout? Yeah, I wasn't a big from fan of Quaff either. Brothers. No, no. imagine that peppermint stout. I uh, I got a full pour of this, and once I got a big nose full of it, I regretted it. <laughs> because I had to then chug it before I could get something else. Yeah, that's the one problem with having these these cups that are eight ounces, and you know that means you have to drink eight ounces of whatever beers in that glass, whether it's good, bad, ugly, whatever. Yeah, you most turn, of the times you, it's good, but uh, you sometimes turn, you get a peppermint you, stout, and you just gotta drink. You gotta throw one back from Mother Russia before you can <laughs> grab another. I don't know what the Quaff Brothers. Um, what they're like. I don't know if they're a small brewery, who the owners are, or anything like that. But um, they distributed some small knickknacks, like some keychain type things at the local um, uh, Lexington, Kentucky brewery, uh, brew fest contest, whatever you want to call it. Some weird um, tchotchkes, okay. Yeah, some little tchotchkes. And, and so whenever I saw them up here in Cincinnati, I thought, well, I need to you know, check them out, see what they're doing. And, and I think they had a brewer there, actually, or at least a brewery representative, maybe a sales rep, who uh, who was at the, the 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 station. But I'm like you, Chris. I, I just wasn't a fan of that peppermint. It, it almost tasted, I mean, not almost. It did taste artificial pepperminty. Yeah. It was not a, like, peppermint, uh, peppermint... Flavor that was natural. It was it was completely it was like added additional chemical flavoring added in after the fact. Exactly. But yeah, there were as, as you were saying about having representatives. It was refreshing. A lot of places had direct representatives there to talk about and give you the story behind what they were offering. Yeah, a lot of those local breweries from Cincinnati in this area. Listerman, what they had, their head brewer was there. He was greeting everyone in. Line. They had a massive line, which we sent out on the Twitter and everything about how big their line was to get one of their uh, imperial stouts. Yeah, the triple digit, which I'm not completely. Um, I don't completely understand what that is, but I think that the triple digit may be their like barrel program or something like that. It might be, but those in the Cincinnati area would know Listerman's responsible for all craft brewing pretty much in this area, except for Ryan Guys. But um, he, their head brewer, was there to greet us all and talk about it. He like he was just pumped yeah. and excited. He was kissing the babies and shaking the hands in line, yeah. <laughs> making making all those elections. Yeah. Thought he was in Iowa or New Hampshire right now. <laughs> he hmm. was, as far as I'm concerned, he would have won because he was out there with a big smile and shaking every hand. He's like, "No, we're great to see you all out, and you love beer. It's awesome, sweet." All right, but yeah, we've uh, 
We've been rambling on a little bit. We don't want to take up everybody's time, but let's go ahead and get into a bit of what we're drinking. All right. Drink with me, friend. And me too. <laughs> All right, Justin, yeah, well, what's going to kick us off? First, so I think, no, no, Casey spoke first. I think he gets to go first. Oh, my goodness. Um, well, Chris, Casey's speaking for uh, a couple of us here. Yeah, right now I'm pouring the last bit of a rogue uh, double oh, chocolate man, it stout. Looks, it looks so good in the video of you, watching you pour that. Can you see it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I watched you pour it and just went. <laughs> I feel like Miss America. Um, first off, that's a heavy bottle. Like, that's a good good heft to it. Um it's a uh, if you find it in in a store or whatever, it's it's a big red bottle all the way to the top, rogue with the star in the middle of the O, like a good sized stout bottle, and uh, pardon me, it's a 750 milliliter bottle, so a little bit bigger than a 22 ounce, I think. Um, right now we're looking at uh, 22 degrees Play-Doh, so 22 times four. Starting out at point uh, ten point eighty eight uh, specific gravity, so that's a pretty big beer. Ten eighty, ten eighty eight, ten ninety. Fifty IBUs, um, seventy four alpha acids. Looks like one hundred thirty five Lovabond. So anybody that's familiar with the Lovabond scale knows that that is a, an extremely dark beer. Um, Alright, those of us that know who they are, know that scale, raise your hand. I'm seeing no hands. Okay, <laughs> There's one Casey's hand fan. raised in the room that's currently drinking it. <laughs> that's the person talking about um, it. It shows on the back of the bottle, 12 ingredients. Um, two row, which is a standard malt. C120 crystal or caramel 120. Chocolate malt. Um, Rogue Farms Dare and Risk malts, which I'm not familiar with, but they're trademarks, so I'm assuming that's a specific Rogue type malt. Um, Rebel Hops Rolled Oats. Uh, oats bringing around some some creaminess to that beer. Roasted Barley bringing around that big um, roasty, chocolatey, um, you know, roast malt flavors. Classic stout oh, yeah, type no, flavors. I love a nice roasted malt flavor. It's some uh, uh, honey. Tickles all the fancies. Oh, it's some <laughs> honey. Tickles my fancy. Straight honey, which will be there to bring up the the gravity of the beer and also bring up the the actual alcohol content. Um, chocolate, and I like the way they put this: free range coastal water. <laughs> so, like, is there like some sort of like chicken farm of, of coastal water. You know, it's, it's an interesting they, they way. Like, I, I feel like it's like undammed water and that's D-A-M, not D-A-M-N. Coast, um, Casey? How, how, how much damming can you do to the I ocean? want some damned water. <laughs> damned I water. want it from the LeVayan Church. <laughs> oh my god! I want some water that generated me some hydroelectricity. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Pac-Man yeast, which is you know classic West Coast. Walka, 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 walka. Does it eat ghosts when you <laughs> eat ghosts when you take a certain pellet? Right. Just walka, 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 the reason walka. it's called Pac-Man is just because it goes crazy on sugars. Like it eats them up like Pac-Man. 
Oh, okay. No, that's that's Miss Pac-Man that goes crazy on sugars like fruits, <laughs> like cherries. <laughs> and regular Pac-Man didn't have none of that. <laughs> no added sugar to regular Pac-Man? No, it's only Miss Pac-Man. The bow is where all the sugar is hidden. <laughs> Miss Pac-Man likes that aspartame. But no. no. Kind of a, a um, I don't want to call it vegetable. Ooh, excuse me, but I don't want to call it vegetable, but it's it's sort of a, a light aroma to there it. There is definitely an earthiness to the double. Earthy is very, very good on there. Um, yeah. Good chocolatiness, though, back behind of that chocolate malt there. Yeah, the double chocolate. But I do have to say, we are attacking, me and Casey have moved on to the double, but there's one of us that has still been working on just the regular Rogue Chocolate Stout because we are working towards an untapped badge here that a couple of us have already gotten. But Brittany is still drinking. <laughs> She's kind of barely with us because it's, it's been a long day for us because we've... Uh, what time up. did you all get up? We got up at 8 this morning. I know yeah. you got up a couple hours before I was at us. 6. Um, and where are we at? 1, 1 a.m. right now, local time? Our normal day is getting up at 3 in the morning. I was going to say, to Friday was work. a long... I almost had a 24-hour day on Friday. Um, <laughs> that was a long day. And I, I really hadn't slept well last week. I'm not really good at staying up late. but And then I was also the, fir- one, the first one of us, I think, who was pretty gone. Um, Look, from the text I received, I was pretty sure you were dead. <laughs> yeah. Brittany's actually. You saw the picture I looked at. <laughs> she's actually been drinking the Rogue uh, Chocolate Stout, not the Double. So it's just the slightly toned down version. But we are, I don't know if all of you follow us on Untapped, probably got the emails and everything too. But Rogue has a uh, badge you can get for checking into three of their stouts, the Porter included, this month before the end of February. You can get a special Rogue badge. So go out and hunt down the uh, rogue stouts. It's not they're not hard to find. Gotta Seriously. catch them all. <laughs> widely distributed. Yes, very widely. So we grabbed a few bottles of stuff because we knew Casey was going to be up. So we wanted to share the wealth. Always encourage share the wealth with everyone. <laughs> share the share the wealth to the alcohol fairy himself. Woo! Yes, we had we had to give back to the alcohol fairy. <laughs> give tribute. Getting close to that time of year, right? Give tribute. We've got some curmudgeon for him. Oh, boy. Mm, some founders. Mm. <laughs> Later. Man. Casey, next time you're up and I have a day off, it's going to be scotch time. <laughs> I'm not scotch, saying scotch, scotch. we didn't cover it in the news, but today KBS tickets went on sale at Founders Tap Room, and they sold ah. out in like 30 minutes. Man, KBS is is so good. Don't rub stuff. it in. Me and Brittany have never had it. That is oh. like a namesake oh. of our state, and we have not had it. Kentucky Breakfast Stout, by the way. I From Founders, yes. It will be available in April. Start hounding your local liquor, liquor stores to get some. Set up your Google Alerts reminders. Just Because just, Founders no. at their tap room, they sold out of tickets to get in for just they were selling tickets just for the privilege to walk in and buy bottles or buy it on tap. They sold out of tickets within like a half hour. So that's one of the things about Ohio that kind of, you know, that that tickles my biscuit or whatever you want to call it. Um, that's Can I one tickle of the things, your biscuit. Yeah, anytime. Um, <laughs> wait, wait till after the show. This is a family show, guys. 
Um, As Bob can see, he does have a Murphy bed pretty much behind him ready to fall down. He's got a Murphy bed behind him ready for his biscuit to be tickled. But But (laughs) when we talk about the the legislation and and how things are done in – first off, as far as the homebrewing laws go, Ohio's fairly progressive – but as far as bottle laws go and commercial breweries, like there are some really big issues that Ohio has, and one of them is the the bottle alcohol limit. So uh, a beer cannot be sold in Ohio that's over twelve percent alcohol by volume, and there are a lot of beers that um, are over this, and and especially the highly sought after beers. Good, so whenever you talk thing, about Chris and Brittany live in Covington, yeah. So they're on right the, on the river. We we see the Cincinnati skyline out our living room window. And so here's the here's the question, Casey. When it floods, can the liquor stores then sell the uh, the proper? Can, can sell above the the you know can sell Kentucky uh, legally Kentucky legal liquors or beers on the Kentucky side? You can. There's. I, I don't know what the cap is, but it's definitely not just say, I'm low. just saying the Ohio River is ours, and when it floods, we own Cincinnati. The Ohio River is technically Kentucky's to the low water mark on the Ohio oh. side. <laughs> it is our river. We just let them name it. <laughs> but uh, if you were to try to find some of these over 12% alcohol beers you would not be able to find them on the Ohio side of the river. So Cincinnati cannot get um, Kentucky breakfast out because it's 12.4 or 12.6% alcohol. Which puts a strain on our local store. On this side of the river. Which so, is party source, which is our source <laughs> for all of our beers we buy. And it makes it very difficult sometimes while they will get these rarer beers all the people from Cincinnati looking for it flood into Kentucky, and that is the largest source to get it. So they all pour into Party Source. So if you're from, you guys, uh, you guys should just come and visit me more. <laughs> if you're from like down in um, down in Florida way, you're looking at wines and more. If you're looking at uh, over in the West Coast, you're looking at Bevmo. That's what the Party Source is for us. You know, beverages and more. On the West Coast is is similar to the Party Source or Liquor Barn in uh, Lexington, Lexington, Kentucky. So yeah, no, we sound super, super uh, uh, area diet. <laughs> but uh, the problem is that Cincinnati's a huge metropolitan area, and whenever you've got one liquor store that is supposed to have the entire. Um, catalog of over 12% beers, it gets ran pretty As quickly. I went in looking for the Goose Island barrel-aged yeah. stuff back around uh, Black it. Friday. Yeah, I the Bourbon in, County. I got laughed out of the store. Like, I just asked them. I was like, long shot. I know it's like a week after. I was like, do you all happen to have any of... I just said, Goose Island, and I just said, buh. And he said, we sold out in 12 minutes. And started laughing at me. Yeah. <laughs> and so, that has kind of scarred me. And I'm, I'm just like, 
buying stuff as I see it because I've never seen it before, knowing that I might never see it again. As a just-in-case. Sure. Like we were talking about earlier today, the Abyss. Um, I cannot remember who makes that beer, but the Abyss um, is a I'm really... into the cellar. Yeah, Chris is going to the cellar to, to get this beer out. Um, Abyss 2015 Reserve from Deschutes. Like, they had a lot of bottles of that on the um, Kentucky side of the Ohio River. And, you know, that's one of those beers that's highly sought after in the Ohio area. We're going to read the uh, description real quick. The Abyss malt beverage brewed with blackstrap molasses, licorice with cherry bark, and vanilla added with 21% aged in oak bourbon barrels. 8% 8% aged in oak bourbon barrels, and 21% aged in oak wine barrels. This from Deschutes Brewery. And we will all finally get to crack this open in like four years. Which is which is amazing <laughs> that you've got a beer that's a, a wine, bourbon, oak aged beer. But why can't you have that in Ohio? Like... It just lags behind just because of the laws. Well, you know, they, they, they set a rule and it's difficult to change. It's more difficult to change a law than it is to set a new one. Yeah. Not nearly as bad, I have to say, as some place like, uh, I don't know, southern United States. You've got, like, Alabama. You have some and, real draconian liquor laws. Yeah. Blue laws, like, I, I really, when it, you know. We've looked at opening a brewery before, and we can do whole shows on this. Like we could, it is insane liquor laws, country or not country, state going state. Like you look at Utah, they have to water down. Yeah, the three two beer, all the beers that come through there, everything is the liquors are watered down. Like there are liquors that won't even offer there because they have to water down, and they will not dilute their brand to that. Yeah. All right, so let's let's go to the to the the, the, the Google Doc about uh, show ti- uh, show ideas and let's just add it. Uh, <laughs> we we've been thinking about it, but we're, we're turning we're, to a political show now. I don't know. How we're getting off topic. We were doing what we're drinking, and we have just spiraled off. <laughs> we've spiraled. done what the three of us like, are drinking. I, I, it was it was interesting. So, as the soberest among us, I allowed it. <laughs> uh, Most sober. Soberest one, what are you drinking? We need to know. All right, so I kind of want to cover two different beers um, because I've been drinking two throughout this episode. Not at the same time, but uh, the the first one I had, the first first one I had has been one uh, if, again, we've been kind of like pushing the untapped thing lately. It was a news story, and we've been seeing some, some people on untapped adding us. So we're maybe a little bit excited about it, but if you've been following me on it, you've been seeing me drinking the Sam Adams Nitro White Ale. We talked about it last time. We we mentioned it, uh, mentioned it in the episode. I love this beer. Um, it's a it, it's it's a nitro stout, but it's got like some nice sort of spiced flavors in there. It's it's so good. It's so smooth and like almost creamy. Uh, mm. it, it hits the spot. It's one of those, like, when I drink, I'll, I'll leave a little bit ahead and make sure it hits my mustache so I can just kind of smell it or taste it later. Uh, and so that's that's been the most 
common thing I've been drinking lately. However, there is one other thing, and I'm drinking it right now. And if you look into my video, you guys, uh, those of you who who will obviously not be in the video, you won't be able to see. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, the all classic. Day. Well, I've been classic, drinking the Founders it's only been around for like two years, all day, but it's IPA. now a standard. Uh, so, uh, as someone mentioned, uh, I mentioned earlier in the episode that I, I tried the the Tangerine IPA, and I was in Liquor Barn recently, going like, okay, I need. I'm gonna create my own, create my own six pack. Let's find some stuff. No, 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 Let's no. I, I like the create me own, especially because we're coming up on uh, St. Patty's Saint Day. Patrick. I've been like, okay, no, let's let's create my own six six pack. Let's let's find something I don't normally get. And so I saw this the the citrus, uh, New Belgian IPA, and I was like, okay, we'll get we'll get that. And I looked over, I was like, well, if I'm going for one IPA, let's go like a little, at least a little bit, a little bit deeper in the IPA waters. And so I went for the Founders All Day IPA Session Ale. Yeah, girl. We okay. I've got to say, me and you couldn't just be like Brittany. Who, when it was like, okay, we got to dip a toe into these IPA waters. Brittany was like, no, I gotta, we're going head first, 90 minute, boom. Dive in with that double IPA. I got, I got a cannonball into this thing <laughs> or, or can opener, whichever one you think is going to make the bigger splash. I got to say, uh, we were honestly checking into these. I've got to give a shout out to Tyler because he kind of gave me the heads up. He's like, no, you need to start into like a a dark IPA, like a black IPA, which I did. And it, okay, the look of it, I was looking, I was like, man, this looks like a stout. And then I took a drink, and I was like, oh, it's an IPA. But that did soften the blow, and I was able to lead in to a lot of other IPAs that way. So it was kind of inversely what he was telling me, but it did lead me in, because it was still from where we had it from Braxton, which is our local provider, because they're a couple blocks away. But it did lead me into IPAs. Uh, Tyler had been the one that saw me check into a to the the new Belgian thing, and it just had a comment of like, "Yes, come to the dark side." And I was like, no, "Okay." If he thought that was funny, he's gonna love this. Um, <laughs> but no, I've I've actually really been enjoying this all this all day IPA. It's not an everyday kind of drink for me. Um, but it's been it's been really nice. Uh, the hops have been just sort of the right level. It may be like hoppier than I'm normally used to, but it's within my tolerance. And I'm like, yeah, no, this is it's actually been really nice to drink on all day. And I do I do really enjoy the Founders Brewery. So um, I'll put up the the, the the numbers for them later. I could do a quick little I guess description of them. The yeah, if I were to guess, IPA, that one's probably which, like which, the all day. IPA will be uh, my my first rank in the I believe in IPA badge uh, <laughs> on Untapped. I believe in Harvey Dent. So I got five checks in check ins to IPAs. I can't like in my head. I'm like I can't even believe I've had four other ones before this. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, we've had an IPA um, awakening on this show in the past few weeks. A lot of you who have been with us from the very beginning know how we were speaking of IPAs initially. And I'm not saying certain among of us have really blossomed into the IPAs with this citrus fruit thing that's going on. But it's really helping introduce a lot of us. Yeah. 
Uh, I blamed Brittany for my new Belgium taste, but the, the this one, this this Founders one has been all me. Uh, the Founders one is a seven point, uh, uh, sorry, a four point seven percent ABV, and it's a forty two percent IBU. Yeah. And if you want to know what the other one is, but what the the natural uh, natural white ale, uh, it's a five point five percent with an IBU of fifteen. So literally. Very different end of the spectrum there, but I've been drinking both of them this episode, and it's been it's been great. Yeah, nice. we still got some uh, nitro IPA and nitro stout from Sam Adams to dig into here. I haven't seen the nitro stout, and I haven't seen the nitro IPA yet. We may uh, have I to saw, send saw one. The, back I only with... saw the, the I only saw the wheat beer, and I immediately sent a picture to you guys, going, "Hey, looky, look at this." <laughs> that is okay. Uh, when I found them, they had all three, but that was the one they had the fewest of. I knew I was getting the stout for me. That was not in any question. So I had to message Brittany and be like, what do you want? The, the white ale or the IPA? Because I knew I was getting the stout. So she assumed they only had the IPA and the white ale, so she said the IPA. So we ended up not getting the white ale, which you have now had, so it all... It kind of works out, but we've not actually gotten to try that, so we might have to send the stout down, which we'll have an extra can of, with Casey to drop off to you to try. Yeah, girl. I have, I have one can left of the uh, of the nitro white ale. I've gone through two, one during the pre-show and one during the actual show, and then uh, I had one the other day just to try it out, and oh man, I. I do really enjoy that. Uh, it's it's just the right sort of balance of things. Um, I'm almost finished with this IPA, by the way, and I like looking down the looking down this bottle, going like, I could drink all you in one gulp. <laughs> I got this. Uh, is that that sort of cover us? Does anybody else have anything that that the others aren't drinking? I think that covers what we're immediately drinking. The what we're drinking, yeah. What we're drinking. As of recording. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing your check-in that. You are rating that all-day IPA very highly. It's a, an excellent Again, Founders does well. No, like, I'm surprised. And that's like, that that may factor into a bit of my, my, my rating, but it's actually really good. Um, I may have needed something to like kind of ease me into it, though. I don't, I don't know. I'll have to try another one. First thing out the out the thing without it out the barrel without any kind of any kind of like you know pre gaming drinking to go along with it. We'll we'll see how I think about it then maybe. But it, once I'm like you know a beer or so in, it's it's really good. Uh, and you know, oh yeah, no, the Founders All Day IPA is good. Duh. It's good to hear because I've seen I mean, it for. At our local grocery store, well, it's not local, it's a national chain, Kroger, they actually have it yeah. in full, like, 24-pack cans with the with the all-day. You can get it in a 24-pack. Yeah. I've been curious about that. I've never had it, but I've seen it, and I've been like, man, I, like, I'm starting to get into IPAs. I'm like, I kind of like them, but I don't know if I want to commit to a 24-pack. Well, on my brew Four. days that start, you know, at nine o'clock in the morning here i am trying to find something to drink that i can literally like the the marketing is true something i can drink all day and not get wasted on 
that's the all-day IPA. It's got a lot of flavor to it, got a lot of hop aroma, got a lot of hop flavor, um, a little bitterness, but not a whole lot of alcohol content. What did you say, 4.5, 4.7, something like that? Yeah, 4.7, I believe. Yeah. For And again, for, for, for a non-IPA drinker, this is like my first, I think, sort of true IPA that I'm enjoying. Uh, that's not got any kind of fruit to hide the hide anything from it. It's it's something I uh, you know, for me it's it's really good. And obviously everyone's like, yeah, no, duh. Welcome to the party club. <laughs> yeah, looking at uh, uh, its average ratings, it's it's rating pretty high. Like it's. I think that it is a heavily aroma hop of Cascade, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. Exactly what Cascade tastes like. It's citrusy, uh, but they're calling it a yeah, session. But like, yeah, an Indian session ale is yeah. what founders is yeah, calling session it. IPA, something like that. Yeah, no, it's 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 really good though. Um, but yeah, no, that's so that's that's kind of what we're drinking. I know it's weird to me to do like a double a double drink, but like I I I had this in the fridge and I just could not wait to go. Guys, no, I gotta tell you how excited I am to be trying this. And no, it's great. I, I mean, I that's tur- something we've been anxious to try, and it's nice to hear that it's something we should be trying. And it's nationally distributed. That's the important part, I, is that anybody that's listening yeah. right now should be able to go out to their store and find the all-day IPA, because it's just that widely distributed. I clicked on my video uh, for for this this part of the, the, the broadcast, just I when I started trying it, just to make sure they couldn't look over and see me do what I did with like the Pilgrim's Dole, where I just went, <laughs> no. Now, let's not talk about uh, the Pilgrim's Dole. Um, some people's favorite, some people's least favorite, I don't know. Some of us don't like a lot of sours, I mean. One beer that we didn't talk about, but I feel like we need to go back to because uh, this brewery... This brewery, I did not... I didn't have a whole lot of thoughts about until recently. Um, that's the Heavy Seas Brewery. And today we had a um, an ESB that was aged in bourbon barrels or yeah. aged in whiskey barrels of some sort. Some kind of whiskey barrel. Not sure if it was a bourbon. Called the 20 Year Storm and the hat beer was on point. Oh yeah, they knocked <laughs> it out of the park. It was oh it was really good. I've got to say, I was surprised. I went in. I was the first of us to really dive into it. I re- that's another one I really dove my nose into because of the crowd. I was getting in there to get a good whiff of it, and then someone bumped me, and it went up my nose, and I inhaled a big bunch of it, and I was smelling it for the next hour. Uh, but if I could have picked Guys, one I- beer to smell that long, that probably would have been the one. Yeah, we were using it to kind of cleanse our palates between Russian Imperials. But uh, from Heavy Seas, it was the uh, 20-year storm. So Heavy Seas, to me, seemed like a really commercial beer. It seemed like one of those beers that was just way too commercialized. It was a whole lot of marketing. But they have some dang but good beer. It was, it, I mean... It was good. It, was, it didn't knock my socks off. It, well, it did knock my socks off. It wasn't my beer of the night. Like I've got to say, the Cosmic Mother Funk was my beer of the night. But the 20 Year Storm was a close second. That really, like, aroma just, was just phenomenal. 
just because something is is heavily uh, heavily marketed or commercialized commercialized seeming doesn't mean it's not good. Yeah, that's that's absolutely uh, right. Um, whenever I look at the Goodwood Brewery, and we were talking about this earlier in the night because they were there tonight too, the Goodwood Brewery out of Louisville, Kentucky. I feel like whenever I look at their marketing and their their logos and everything that they've got on their packaging, I look at that and I see, you know, I, I feel like this could have been a Budweiser Brewery uh, marketing exploit. And, you know, maybe it's just a, a barrel-aged Budweiser at that point. Um, but, you know, they may or may not. I haven't really had enough to know. Um, they may or may not make an excellent product. They definitely have the distribution, um, and that's with Heavy Seas. That's what I saw. I saw a lot of cartoony... Um, I don't know exactly how to explain it, but Heavy Seas just looked too marketing forward for me to really think about their beer as a good beer until I tried this 20-year storm, and that was an excellent... It was like a, a barrel-aged ESB, Extra Special Bitter, Delicious. Well, guys, I have this big open wound on my arm that you guys keep rubbing salt into. So uh, maybe we should should wrap this show up. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll stop uh, rubbing salt in that wound. Next time, I'm you're going to be able to make it up. That's right. Uh, okay. Uh, what's what is the next one? The next event. And not show up. The next the event. Big. Uh. The next event will either be the fall. Cincinnati Beer Fest or no, Oktoberfest. The next, the next event that we were going to try to make it up for was the uh, Braxton one year anniversary. Oh party. yes, oh. in March. Yeah, and okay. that's one thing. Need to make that sure I remember to take March twenty sixth for that. We're not March the 26th. only ones that are really excited about the Braxton one year anniversary either. Um, the all the homebrewers here in Cincinnati are super excited over that. And all of the uh, the brewers seem to be excited about the Braxton one year anniversary too, because uh, Braxton has has They're tended taken to off. taken um, taken the entire area by storm. As their inaugural ale, their cream ale, seemed to say, "Storm." Yeah. They came in and they have just blown the local market away, expanding their second can release starting just a couple weeks ago, and they're just seeing wide oh, distribution with it. All I'm saying is, Braxton, I'm for sale. You can buy me. Just give me a job. <laughs> they are hiring. They are. Uh, um, Braxton is, I mean, whenever, I can't remember which newspaper or magazine it was, but Braxton just hit one of the top 20 new breweries wow. of the year. I mean, nationally, That's too. Aggressive. I mean, it's not just Yeah, they, that was nationally. Yeah. so They were in the top 10 as, long, as well as uh, Rheingeist. In Cincinnati, mm-hmm. and and so it's not just a local phenomenon, but they are really doing some 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 excellent stuff. So, uh, I would like to point out something that we're going to try and do. Uh, this isn't Braxton related, but that is next time I'm, I, we're going to do our best to try to meet up in in physical meet space. <laughs> uh, but we're thinking about trying to do something a little bit different because we're trying to try to try to meet some badges on untapped as sort of a community. If you're, if you're listening to this and you use untapped, uh, I believe we're going to be trying to, to go during, uh, during that, that most sacred of holidays, uh, for beer drinkers. Anyway, St. Patrick's day, we're going for a badge, aren't we? 
Yeah, um, starting with St. Patrick's Day, I'd been thinking about it. I was like, why don't we try and get our untapped community, because there are a few of you who have started to follow us, and why don't we start, as a community, coming together and working towards badges together. We can call it some kind of merit badge thing. I don't know. We'll figure out we, a hashtag later. Yeah, we can figure out some kind of hashtag. But we can tweet out and work out exactly when, you know, and how these are going to happen. But we can start hashtag as a group. That, ha- working, hashtag not that drunk. Yeah, hashtag not that drunk. Start working towards getting some untapped things together because there are a lot of badges on there that I've been looking at and like, why don't I have these yet? So possibly, well, and, possibly, we are going to try to start with uh, St. Patrick's Day working towards some badges together. So we should all start planning that on St. Patrick's Day we should work towards the badge. I think it's three or four Irish beers, different Irish beers, to have. So everyone start thinking about and planning on trying to find three or four different Irish beers. And I will go ahead and say whoever can find the most out there actual Irish beers, like imports, gets some kind of brownie points. (laughs) Like, like if if you're if you're one of our if you're one of our followers or you know because we you follow us we follow you right back. But if you if you're following us on Untapped and you you find some some weird Russian beer not Russian, Irish beer. I mean Russian imperial stout seems to be the beer of the night. So. Yeah, we had a bunch of them. <laughs> uh, we yeah no we'll we'll call you out. We'll we'll like man, this guy found something I've never heard of and I want it. Uh, <laughs> right. But yeah, no, we're gonna try and do that. It's 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 on a Thursday this year, if I recall. It's the seventeenth, I believe we said. It is. Yep. Yeah, every year. Uh, so it's as a Thursday. There's a there's a good chance I'm just gonna see if I can just take the day off for a good day drunk mm. going. That would um, be nice. I can't do that. I don't have that luxury. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, but we'll we'll try to get something going for that for that day. Uh, well, at yeah, least no, that, that weekend, we'll say. But. Yeah, within the weekend. Yeah, let me put a uh, shameless plug out there because today at the Brewfest there was a uh, an author slash um, I don't think he's an illustrator but an author at least um, Mark Brewer um, of all good name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? man's got the great name. Um, Brewology. He I got a, a book from him today, so no. He didn't pay me to do this or anything like that, but Brewology, it's like an illustrated dictionary for beard lovers is what he he calls the book. But it is uh, the forwards by Guy Gilchrist, which is the um, the artist and writer for the be, Nancy comic strip. Really impressed if he said was gonna be really impressed if he said Gary Gygax, and I was like, man, he's oh, been yeah, dead yeah, for like, years. Oh yeah, for like all D&D, D&D. Gary Gygax. Um, but as far as the as Cool as Gary Gygax is for the homebrewers world, James Spencer actually wrote a um, a praise of this book. It's brewing textbook needs Mad Magazine. So I mean, oh. what else could you awesome. could you I'm want? Sold. But uh, you know, he he signed and uh, signed this book to me today, and and you know, I purchased it, of course. But Brewology, it's a it's a really good by uh, Mark Brewer, of course. Um, really good book. I, I, I kind of I've got a chance to flip through it a little bit, but it, uh, really cool. Awesome, awesome. All right, 
Well, let's uh, start wrapping things up here. Thank you, Bob, our sober friend. <laughs> yes, the sober one to lead us through this. Sober, sober may be a little bit of, a, of an overstatement at the moment. <laughs> uh, Not when we've been through 222 since we got home. <laughs> we got another one to open. Right, but, yeah, one and more. a few more. We got some curmudgeon to get into. Oh, boy. Um, just a, uh, one, I think just one. Well, I guess yeah. two, kind of. We kind of talked about it earlier, though. Um, last announcement for the show. We uh, so the website. We now have a calendar up on our on the website. Um, just haveadrinkshow dot com slash calendar is the link. Um, so that'll show, kind of. Uh, we're we're not gonna go through like listing every event ever <laughs> that's happening you know, in the country. <laughs> that could be fun. Um, but the uh, we are putting things on there that we at least are going to or hope that to go to or. You know, if, if most of us are going to or something like that. So um, we do have, uh, so we had obviously today's event on there. Um, we also have the Braxton event on there, and it's got a link on there to it as well um, for, for their site. Any listeners in the Cincinnati area, we would love to meet up you meet up with you for that. Yeah, that's the, that's the key. Like, Absolutely we, love. We didn't meet up with anybody tonight, but we would really love to just... Meet up with you, figure out who you are, and, and talk around, to you for a little bit. Have some, literally, have some drinks. Yeah, literally. No, no like we, we are aware. There's not no one I'd rather drink. You no know yeah. one I'd rather drink with than people that are listening to to, to me talk. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're not in the Cincinnati area, but you're like me and have a lot of flight miles, what better way to spend <laughs> a Valentine's Day weekend than away from your wife? <laughs> you kind of like me. Um, <laughs> and and come in and uh, hang out with the the rest of the Have a Drink crew. Ashley is a very understanding wife. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, she is. Out. She's hanging out with her mother today. The only thing she asked for was uh, a box of uh, bagels from um, Panera Bread. Yeah. That, will that, have, that was her, uh, her Or request. as I call them, crappy, crappy donuts. Um, <laughs> it has been a treat to have Casey in the Have a Drink studio and probably at October. Oktoberfest, we will have Ashley in the studio. We'll have she's a, our driver. We'll have a gaggle of people in the studio. Then. That is my high holy days. <laughs> it is high holy days, and as such, we've been trying to figure out what we're going to do. We may be dragging a lot of people in front of another microphone to talk about it. We just don't know yet exactly what's going to be happening. But again, <laughs> this months, kind of it's it months away. We kept planning time. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, there's a lot, a lot of things that can be happening this year for the show, and we're going to be sure to put all of that stuff on the, the calendar. So, um, if you guys want to keep up with that, that would be awesome. Um, the second thing is, uh, we kind of sort of mentioned it earlier, but we, uh, the show has an Instagram account now. You know, not everyone's on Instagram, but it seemed like a good idea after talking about it um, for, oh, it, especially for events and things and tastings to have an account where we can take pictures and, and kind of, and just another way to keep up with the community. So it's it's a great idea. I I don't, I don't say anything about that. All I'm saying is like, it's just not, not a service that I've ever. Right. right. If you want to see me, you're not a teenage girl, Bob. I understand. (laughs) If you want to see me being very drunk and annoying, please go Uh, to the Instagram and you can see me shouting in Brittany's face. That the car is parked in the wanna, front yard. If you, if you want to see, if you want to see Chris be very drunk, you should befriend him. 
you should just get to know him as a person. Uh, I'm not saying I get very drunk on a regular basis, but it happens. Because that's what alcoholics do. I'm not saying Britney's picked me out of trees downtown before, but it's happened. And he's talked about that on the show before. <laughs> well, yeah. uh, uh, we did mention that we sh- you should take a look at uh, at the website for the calendar. There's also other things on the website, right, Brittany? Yeah, um, same thing for... Uh, so we, we offered a lot of suggestions up today. Uh, once again, if anyone else has any suggestions for us or um, want to comment on the things that we've talked about for that matter or any, offer any other kind of feedback, uh, you can go to the website on the feedback link and fill out a form which emails us or you can just email us directly feedback at haveadrinkshow.com or hey if it's short feedback you can always hit up at have a drink on twitter oh yeah have a drink Definitely. show oh have sorry a have a drink show my bad I, I, everywhere i tried to get have a drink so many places and it just didn't work out very well but somebody <laughs> has already landed all the have a drinks so yeah. we're just like no have a drink show that's right because we're not willing to you pay somebody to get all that yeah. right whoever you, you are you can also on the website uh, find our respective untapped profiles and links to Twitter, SoundCloud, and Facebook for all of your needs for, for your Have a Drink show related <laughs> needs. And no matter the desires. SoundCloud news, we will be on SoundCloud as long as they are up and running. <laughs> I don't know if right. anyone saw that, but there is a bit of financial trouble at SoundCloud, but as long as they are up and running, we will be posting on there. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and as always, we'd like to thank Alan Robinson for the show music and Lynn Peralta for the album art. They are gorgeous. We love them. We love them as people, but the, the art is lo- is gorgeous. The music is amazing. Uh, and uh, you can find links to this stuff on the episode page, page on the site. And uh, remember to subscribe to us on your favorite podcatcher. Or, uh, and, uh, and make sure to, subs- uh, to rate us on iTunes. It really helps spread the word. Uh, I, did, I did do a recent look to see uh, to see some of our, our reviews. Uh, one of them, I believe, is Casey. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, one of the keys about a podcast is if you like us, don't like us, either way, just make sure you rate us on iTunes because once you get the word out, it, it takes a few ratings before it even pops up on some... Um, on some level in the search. So so just make sure you do a rating either way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, well, that's it. Then uh, just check us out in another couple of weeks for the next episode. Um, and yeah, I think that I keep thinking that we were getting an announcement, but I guess that's it. Yeah. So no, we've, we've covered those. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, another couple of weeks. And once again, I'm Brittany Lee Walker. I'm Justin Frazier. I'm Christopher Walker. And I'm Casey Price. See you guys next time. Bye. 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 Bye.